Welcome back, everybody. Thank you, GM. So. We about to go get crunk? Definitely. You can certainly. Okay, so first of all, who would like to recap last session? I forgot to get a drink. Can I run off and go get a drink real quick? All right, well, you can do that while we're recapping. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're about to go to the festival, right? No, we gotta get a drink. Hang on. <laughs> okay, so... We a drink at the festival. We found out who the orc was. Um, Keth Forgi. He was a farmer. He's been hunting that leader um, for a few years now. And he did end up taking that orc's family many years ago. He did note that some of the captives would disappear while the rest are sold. Um, so that's, that's a fun thing to try to figure out. Um, we did find out that the boat inside could fit about 50 captives in it. Um, there was a dead, suspended corpse hanging upside down in the cabin where, uh, there was like a dip in the floor and it was all charred and burned and its throat had been cut to the bone all the way across. We found this large bowl caked with sulfur and dried blood. Um, and it was just like this weird mixture plus a vial of sulfur. Um, and we also found an infernal journal that, um, we have not been able to figure out yet. Uh... Lots of torture devices in there as well. Um, we looted. I didn't get that down. Um, I know we were headed towards um, a small village outside of Torvir Deep. And the orc was accompanying us. And um, we're about to go to the celebration of Kin Queen Quinn Pilar. Uh, and also... Briar Sword did not want to speak with her for some reason. And I'm probably missing a lot, but that's what I got written down. And I'm back just in time. Hey. Yeah. Oh, and the village's name was uh, Kenny Tor. Mm-hmm. Now, was anybody interested in trying to, uh, I don't know, take uh, Sage and smudge the Archibos' cabin to uh, banish the evil spirits or or, uh, or anything? Do you have anybody who's interested or concerned in that sort of thing? Because there's, there's very likely to be, you know... At voodoo. Exactly. I I am not concerned, but I will not stop and may help anyone who wants to do that. Yeah, I'm saying both. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about it. Um... Wait, can we convince Casimir to kind of, like, look around to see if he can find any, like, pentagrams or hidden runes anywhere in there to see if anything nefarious could happen in there? Not like a cleansing, but, like, 
could you could you look to see if you see anything arcane in nature that might be summoning or anything like that? Um, as you guys were traveling uh, to Canny Tour, there definitely would have been time for him review the uh, review the room. Um, There would not really have been anything that he found outside of the obvious one underneath the strung up body that you guys found previously. So there's not really anything new. Um, there's no nothing sneaky in there. Nothing going to come out and bite you, as far as he's able to determine. Like the um, uh, sigil in the in the floor beneath the the body. Uh, it's it's not a sending a res um, he's not able to tell that that's not a thing that he can determine could we at least uh, smudge it or something to keep it keep it from being used further you know break its arcane purpose At least carve a happy face in the middle. I mean, Javit could, if he wants. I think we just gotta paint it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Let's... We can probably find some... Uh, paint for the boat, and... Uh, Slap it, mop the sigil, and slap some paint on it. Good as new. Yeah. Isn't that a thing you guys do? Just just paint over the whole thing. It fixes it. That's all you need. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm satisfied then, and. Uh, We'll also be spending the uh, the days aboard the boat when we're, when we're not um, uh, operating it to uh, make additional repairs, make sure things are are um, as chip shape as as a bunch of amateurs can make it. So, what are we naming it? So far, Chainbreaker has been thrown out, and that's kind of cool. That's kind of like a little bit badass. I kind of like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Yeah, I'm in with that. And uh, if anybody's artistic, we could uh, paint over the... Oh, what was the, the boat originally named? Did not have a name on it. Oh, I look up from painting the words Chainbreaker of, oh, were we not set on this? <laughs> <laughs> he just knew we were going for it. He had a feeling. He's like, oh, this is dope. This is the name. <laughs> Ooh, while we're in town, 
We should try to find like a figurehead, put manacles on it, and then break the manacles. Huh? Yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah. I'm assuming it's kind of like an unassuming little boat because they it's... probably didn't want to draw too much attention. It is pretty plain overall. Um, Let's look at it. It. Yeah, it. Very. Very much so, you guys can tell, designed to fly under the radar. It has very few, like, identifying marks. It. The, the flags it flies are all, like, single color, just tan. Um, the sails are tan. It doesn't have any like peculiar painting on it. Um, it's it's definitely designed so that no one pays attention to it. We'll fix that. Um, you guys would know. I think we covered this a couple sessions ago. Um, that if you sail this the Kennyweir River, almost everything along here like. Slavery doesn't isn't a thing that you can do here. It's all illegal most of these spots. Yeah. What if we what if we What if we all put our mark on it in some way? Like we do our like uh shtick. Like Javid throws an arrow in the side and Anox does some lightning, and then it just has this lightning pattern, and then we just have this row of threatening, intimidating shit-ass on the side of the boat, right above the name. I'm also painting in the Minotaur's blood, because I could not find paint. Should uh, there asked is no me, blood man. from the Minotaur. He just disappeared. Oh. What about all the other dead bodies that were laying Yeah, there's around? a lot of bodies. You guys definitely got rid of them. You dragged them to the shore and burned them. Oh, fine. I'm pretty sure uh, a boat would have The boat probably does paint. the paint, yeah. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> so, those mushrooms that I pocketed, are they... Like, they're not glowing anymore, right? No. You're talking about the ones from Dang. the... Uh, the Mind Flayers cave? Yes. No, that's, you know, you that was, I don't know, what was that, a, a fucking week ago uh, for your characters? Well, I just, I didn't know if they were still alive somehow. They are mushrooms. We kept a dead body for the mushrooms. <laughs> we did not keep a dead body. <laughs> that would be very on point, though, for my character. I should have thought of that. Alright. Uh, is there anything else that you guys would have would like to have had done on your sailing voyage south? Oh, I'm totally in for the idea of like everyone leaving their mark. Like so each of us kinda like individually kinda does something to make the boat kinda ours. Well, the kitchen yeah. is fine. Most assuredly. Just gonna arrange it exactly how I want it. Exactly like I had it in the swamp. Okay. And I wanna I wanna paint the door to the to the galley as well. We would have uh, had time also to go through the the uh, 
both the, the cargo hold and uh, look for uh, anything aboard beyond the uh, personal possessions of the the um, crew and uh, Archibos's people. Uh, yes. Actually, I don't remember if I gave that to you guys. No, all I have from loot from last session was just the book, the dried bowl, and the um, the journal, the dr a healing draw, and then the bowl. Alright, so uh, overall you guys would have found 900 gold pieces worth of jewels, gold, and jewelry, along with arms and armor uh, to outfit 15 soldiers. So chainmail, swords, shields, bows, arrows, other things. Uh, rations for one month for the crew of the vessel, which for you guys would stretch a lot longer. Uh, depending on how long it takes for it to spoil. Do we find any toolkits or anything that they had aboard? Carpentry toolkits, blacksmith toolkits? carpentry kit um, that you guys could have used to help repair the, the um, helm. I vote that we split the 900 uh, worth of gold and everything among us, because it, it is pretty even. It's like 150. If I'm doing my math right, because I would that. like to start um, transferring some spells over. What yeah, is the right. what is the party treasury currently at? I, I didn't look beforehand. Okay, so before the the stuff we just got, we had um, 261 gold pieces, 25 silver pieces, and 20 copper pieces. We also have five chainmail, two leather armor. Uh, two daggers, one shield, two short shorts, uh, two short bows, eight golden rings were 10 gold each, three gold necklaces were 25 gold each, um, a bunch of gems worth 120 gold that's held by snow, uh, we have a healing draw, a poison vial, uh, a bowl of dry blood, <laughs> Uh, a journal from the cabin, a letter of recommendation, a letter of sincere thanks, and then that cryptic note that we had from the smugglers. Or not the smugglers, the drug the drug cartel. Got it. But we, we can split the hundred and, or the, the 900 gold. So we're taking 150 apiece. Um, would recommend someone double checking my math. I think I'm right, but it's math. <laughs> I'll trust it. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's 150. So everyone can add 150 to their character sheet. So we're heading toward we're heading towards Torvir Deep. 
Um, how much exactly do I know about the city layout? Would I would I have a good idea of like where to go to hawk most of this stuff? Yeah, I think between you, Azriel, and Javid, who have all spent a considerable amount of time in this city, that you would all know where to go. Um, and in fact, I believe Azriel has a apartment. Um, would I know of any, like, specialized weapons for Leonin? I don't know what you mean. Are you talking about the claw thing that we... Yeah. I mean, yes, your character knows about it. It's a pretty common cultural thing. Okay. That talent I'm... What, uh, talking to the party, like, how long are we looking at staying in Torvir Deep? Then how long my hangover last? I, I would imagine for a bit. Um, I mean, we have a lot of stuff we need to sell. Um, we probably want to look into, you know, maybe picking up some new gear. Um, I mean, we don't really have an assignment. We need to check back in with the fortune hunters, get paid, see if they have another assignment. You know, there's mm -hmm. a festival going on right now. Obviously, that's for another two weeks. So we want to, you know, probably participate in that for two weeks. So probably at least like two to four weeks. I still think yeah. it'd be really cool to commission a figurehead for our boat. I'm about uh, it. With, uh, with the amount of money that we make off of this, too, if we can find... I know where a couple of the apothecaries are. I could spend some time while we're here brewing some potions. That way we don't die. A little bit better than these, and I hold up the like kind of muddy brown liquid in the vial. <laughs> I, if, given the correct amount of time, I actually know how to make decent ones. I would contribute some money towards that as well. I think That's we should we maybe have, have at least party one for. I think we could do the party fund for that if we want, but I mean, we need to sell some of the stuff and then see how much to divide out. Because right now we have a bunch of stuff we need to sell, like the gems. Um, that, I mean, we know it's worth 120 gold, but how much can we actually get for it? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I also, I also have a couple of people I need to talk to in Torvir Deep, so, some, some old friends to link back up with for a little bit. As for the, the gems, we, uh, may want to consider that if, um, the spellcasters want to learn spells that, that require, you know, like a, Hundred gold worth of uh, diamond or something. Uh, there's, there's no diamond. There's um, two garnets. I, I don't know how to actually. I'll just put it in the thing because I am not going to try to pronounce these. All right. Yeah. If if, if it's not the uh, one of the common components, then sure, let's find a jeweler and. Get rid of the Alexandrite, the Garnets, the Sardonics, the Turquoise. I think. Uh, no I can. What, oh, go ahead. Sorry. So I, I was say, no matter what, I think we should each have one of uh, Onyx's health potions capable of all of us to be able to use to have on us, mm -hmm. so that we don't have to stress, you know, one person getting to somebody or us having to spend time to do that, and each one of us has the ability to administer one 
Oh yeah, at least so one. whatever it would cost for the six of us to have one. They're uh, just depending on what the apothecary is charging. Um, the going rate that I've normally seen is about twenty-five gold pieces for the amount of components that we need uh, in order to make one, and it takes me a day apiece in order to make them. Make one, or it make takes all me a day. It, ta it takes me a day to make one. Yeah. So, so that's one hundred fifty. Yeah, 150 gold. Yeah, I, that's why I think we need to spend a couple weeks in here, too. Just, you know, time to gather stuff, sell stuff, make stuff, maybe find someone who can read Infernal, talk to the fortune hunters, let them mm -hmm. know what's going on, that kind of stuff. I have personal business um, that I'd like to do at the jeweler, so if we're splitting off, I can take care of that while I'm there. Um... Uh, DM, what would be a good tavern that I know of for us to, like, be a local hub? Uh, within Torbeer Deep? Yeah, within Torbeer Deep. Just so we can kind of have a pseudo game plan of, like, where we're going to day one when we pull in there. Do you have a map of Tovar Tovar Deep, like the city itself, so we could like? Uh, not really. It is the design of it is beyond my scope and ability to create a map of it. So it is, um, it is just this massive, like kind of steep angled stalagmite. Is the rough construction of the city. Uh, And so it's just these, like, a bunch of little, like, sliced-out levels all the way down into, you know, the dark depths, essentially, so. Because I was just wondering, so, like, because we have, you know, we all kind of have attachments. Well, not all of us, but quite a few of us have attachments to the city. So, like, kind of, like, where are the fortune hunters in relation to kind of, like, where, you know, Azrael's apartment is in relation to maybe the people the... that um, Onyx is kind of close with and you know so, the shopping centers basically the construction of the city is that at the top are the like nicer looking constructs uh you know important political institutions and things like that and then as you go down it gets skeevier and skeevier essentially um so onox's friends and family would be pretty close to the bottom uh same with Azriel's little uh, hovel, and then the uh, the fortune hunter like offices would be closer to the top because they're a pretty okay. wealthy, like respected guild. Um, one thing of note within, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you. So uh, Torbjorn Deep, it it is run by the guilds, uh, and there are a bunch of little guilds running around them. Uh, they don't really respect outside guilds, so not like the fortune hunters. They're not part of it. Uh, but there's like the farmers, the metal workers, the traders, the masons, the lamplighters, the city guard, the delvers, uh, the miners, the mages, the scriveners. There's a bunch of like various guilds. Um, but the seven that are in charge uh, are...
farmers, metalworkers, traders, masons, lamp lighters, uh, and the uh, city guard and the delvers. Okay, can you say that again, but like slower so I can write it down? <laughs> okay. So the seven clan guilds, which are the ones that run the city council essentially, are the farmers, the metalworkers, the traders, the masons, the lamplighters, the city guard, and the delvers. How much experience would I have here? Little to none. <clears throat> okay. And uh, I haven't really worked on on uh, Javid's story in Torbeard Deep, so I'm, I'm guessing that uh, you sort of landed here, found a, a um, room in a hostel, maybe that that the uh, the uh, guild has. Uh, in their guild hall and uh, um, one thing that you guys would also know Azriel and Javid uh, the fortune hunters do have a small office in Kenny Tour on the northern side of the river so we can go there before going to the city to just kind of settle up and stuff indeed And how does membership work? Because, um, like, you know, obviously, Javid and Ezra are the two, like, official members. Um, you know, can given that we've picked up, you know, additional party members, do they have to join? Is it something that, you know, do they work with non-members? Is it a choice? Kind of how, how does the they membership work? They work with non-members, but you don't get any uh, benefits if you are a non-member. And what Wait, are the benefits? Do you have like insurance? They do do insurance. 401k. Uh, yeah, they offer retirement packages, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Uh, the notable one, however, is that non-members receive lower pay. Ah, okay. That's the one I think you guys are going to notice. Well, I, I think uh, what we would do is uh take the uh commission as a lump sum and divvy it up you know they, they may say well, we've got two members and four non-members so here's the uh commission for the uh, well the commission probably the, given the that we were already commissioned so the com like the commission probably includes the fact that they knew that we were going to go get non-members. And and how how does someone join? Is there like is it just you kind of sign a contract that says you know you will abide by the rules of the guild kind of thing? Pretty much, yeah. It's pretty straightforward. They're not a very uh, elitist guild. If you're not good enough, then you'll just die, and someone else will do it. And are, are there um, uh, ranks of, or tiers of, of um, membership? Like there's the, the entry-level apprentice fortune hunter, and there the the um, journeyman, the master-level uh, oh members who get the, the plum assignments. 
let's remind you. Uh, they don't really have ranks within the organization, but uh, handlers will not issue lucrative contracts to junior members, essentially. So there's, it's kind of a, an unofficial system within the organization. Um, above that, there, there, you do have the ability to become like management um, for more reliable pay and less danger, but it's you know most people don't really go for that. And you can work your way up the management track. You know, it's there's you know the adventurers and then the management, and adventurers get a lot more money. <laughs> All right, everyone. Hopefully, Casimir will talk us up. Oh, uh, there's one more thing I want to do on this on this trip. Okay. Uh. At some random time, probably evening time, I want to get Azriel and Briar. I'd be like, hey, I need your guys' help with something real quick. Okay. Um, we kind of like walked to like a part of the ship and laid out as like my breastplate, the Minotaur's skull, the ogre's like pelt that I ripped off of it and a goblin shoulder pauldron and I was like I need to bring all of this together and you two seem to have the best fashion sense <laughs> ouch ouch we're not there <laughs> that's sexist as hell well Azrael's all clean cut and everything and Briar's got a thing with the the nature and piecing it together so I'm gonna tell her I'm gonna tell her I'm gonna tell her <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking of. Oh looking. yeah, because you're all about clean cut and I'm fancy thinking. looking. Well, I'm not fancy looking, but my clothes are, you know, they're a they're clean most of the time, and you know, I, I spend every night making sure that they get clean, and you know, they they fit well, they allow good movement, they don't get in my way. Oh, this wasn't against you, Asriel. This was this was about uh, Onyx over here. But I'm thinking I that you're asking like the swamp bug for oh. advice on this. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's just hoping they'll meet in the middle, like the super <laughs> clean one, and then like swamp bug. Maybe we'll get where Onyx wants to be. Like you can see oh. my skin from the elbows down because I do wash my hands to cook, but <laughs> it's like. A... <laughs> I'm thinking Somewhere between runway yeah. model and grease mechanic. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to hit that middle point, you know? <laughs> so, like, what what's your vision for this, you know? So, I'm thinking that you get the breastplate, right? Just, like, got it. And then I'm thinking Minotaur Skull for left side shoulder pauldron. Like, hollow out the inside of the skull. And then kind of do, like, an underarm side cape with the ogre clippings. I just don't know how to work in the goblin leather. I think the the skull, though, might make a good hat. Oh, I don't like anything on my head. It's like a, it's a thing. The ears, they kind of, it's weird. Okay. But I'm like standing there, like hand on chin, just like looking down at the assortment of pieces. So I, I just start picking up the pieces and like put them on you, like 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 we'll put the breastplate on you, and then we'll we'll put the 
the the the skull and, and I'll I'll kinda like look to um Briar and be like, okay, so here? I'm gonna stand back with like hand on hip, hand on other hand on chin. Like mm. oh, let me see it on the other side. Alright, I move it to the yeah. other side. Have have you uh tanned the ogre pelt or is this just raw? Well it was pill? it was like pseudo tanned and ogre juices. You're going to have so, to talk to our girl Devatari either way, bud. <laughs> Do you just want to arrange it first? Well, yeah. already, you mentioned if, if it's dirty, I might clean yeah, it first be. before I start putting it on you, actually. Like, just, you know, grab a bucket of water and, like, dip it in it. Why did Devatari do that, like, frou-frou thing that she does that magically cleans things? I don't know what that's called. I, I, that's not my, up my sleeve. But she helped me out, like, a while back with it. Well, if you're talking mm-hmm. scooping brains out and shit, that's very much her gig. That's that's not me. <laughs> yeah. So so what we spend like a half hour going, okay, here. No 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 here. Oh do you think that looks better? Yeah. What if it goes here? Yeah, we're outfit planning. Yeah, then it should should the brooch be higher or lower? Yeah. <laughs> have we have we reached a acceptable positioning? Yeah, I think I I think we got it now. Uh, let me go get Dimitari real quick, if you don't mind. I like, I like shuffle over, and if I see Javid, I'm gonna grab him and Snow. I'm just gonna grab everybody as I like shuffle over. I'm like, hey, I need, I need you guys to look at something real quick. Just doing, just doing a, a runway show. show. <laughs> yeah, as we, oh, as we were on Briar to like kind of hold the pieces up. I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? So I'm gonna need you to like. My, uh... Uh, bonuses to uh, aesthetics, and I've, I'm drawing a blank here. As he's walking away, I'm going to lean over to Azrael. He's such a cat. He just wants to wear his dead thing. That's it. You know, we could make it look more weathered, you know. Add some well, accents to it. Well, I figured I would have someone who's actually proficient in armory like put it together in Torbeard Deep. I just wanted to have a game plan when I rolled up in there. Looks good. You could have it gilded to add some strength to it. Ooh, ooh. I do. I do Cause... have a disguise kit. Well, I, like. I was wondering if I could ask you to like make a rough sketch of it so I could hand it to the armor. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think we can manage that. I've been practicing on my map skills, after all. What's fashion designing compared to that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm having Demetari draw my outfit, and then with the plans set, I've got plans in Torvir Deep. You know, that reminds me. I bet you there's somebody there I could talk to about this sword that ain't talking no more. They, they have all kinds of armors. I, I'm sure one of them could help you. If it's alive and it's not talking to you and it's a sword, maybe you should feed it. Oh, you know no. what I mean? I've been doing it that? might be hangry. <laughs> oh no, you're probably right. Oh god, I hope it's not dead. And I mean, you're a really good cook, so maybe if you just like slice something super rare, it'll count. Maybe. I'm gonna try that today. I'm gonna leave it next to like a plate of food and see what happens. (laughs) 
So we come up to the drawbridge in Canny Tor. Uh, this being a drawbridge, uh, we probably have to talk to somebody about getting it drawn so we can pass through, and I would fully right. expect there to be... You guys uh, ready for me to begin? Yes. <laughs> All right. Wait, are we, are we not done yet? Okay. No, go ahead. You guys have been talking about all the stuff you want to do in Torvir Deep, and you haven't even let me begin, you know? You don't That's know what's happening. <laughs> I mean, we, we planned on the boat, you know? We also Building our team dynamics. Day, so... I like it. I appreciate it. Okay. I'm going to change the jam. You and your vessel approach Canny Tor. On either side of this Ooh, wide river, you can see small buildings and other things begin to crop up on either side. It is this kind of intermingling of construction between human and dwarven design. Most of the dwarven buildings can be found to your right on the southern side. The river runs fast, deep, and very wide. You approach the buildings of the city, they begin to grow taller and taller. Until finally, kind of in the distance, you can make out... Jareth's Bridge. The main bridge across two sides of Canny Tor. Those of you who have been to this portion of it, which I'm pretty sure I would say most of you have at least once, uh, you know that this bridge is an absolute monolith of dwarven construction. It is uh, wide enough that you can pass probably 15 carts abreast across the entire stone bridge. Oh. And most notably, it is a huge 60-foot long uh, drawbridge in the center section of stone that the dwarves can lift these huge counterweights and swing it up to allow masted vessels to pass underneath. As you approach on the southern side, the two guard towers, these probably five-story constructions of like round little parapets and murder holes and all other defensive constructions, you spot a little flagger kind of poking his head out of a window, and he's waving furiously this little red flag at your vessel. Briar, stop, stop. <laughs> hit the brakes. Pump oh, the brakes. Um, is there a. Um, There's an anchor. Uh, We're just going to toss it in the water. So there, there's a, a, a dock where they are, or they're just hanging out a window? Uh, he's he's on a little kind of opened uh, uh, balcony portion that they use to do like semaphore to vessels coming down the river. Mm -hmm. Just reef the sails. How far away are we? Mm, close enough that you can see him, but not super close. Oh yeah, don't drop the anchor. Just drop the sails. The river runs quick. Alright, go. Go drop uh, the sails. I'm going to cast Gust of Wind in the opposite direction that we're going, okay. and just 
like use the like basically reach my hands out and then pull backwards as like wind is blowing into our sails in the opposite direction. This like huge gust of wind flows across the deck, and all of you kind of like slide forward a little bit as the vessel almost like jerks and begins to slow down. Um, yeah, you guys, are, I guess... you guys are stopping the the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. aggressively pumping the brakes. All right, he he kind of you see the little dwarf in the window. He he's like satisfied with your efforts to stop um you guys come come roughly to a stop baby it's pretty close uh you're about 40 feet from the edge of the bridge uh, as you guys have gotten closer you can see that uh, on top of the bridge there is none of the normal foot traffic that you would see going in either direction uh, in fact, the center portion of it is mostly dwarven guards from Toraver Deep. You recognize their uniforms, the the like iron and uh, well crafted, uh, well crafted outfits of little plate armor and shields and spears. Couple, maybe a minute or so after you guys have come to a complete stop. You suddenly hear this like little bellowing of horns on the bridge, and now there's just this like dull thud of footsteps as this little column of dwarven soldiers starts marching across, heading north. You can see their little heads poking out over the edge of the the bridge. Does this match look at them. with the other time that I was on a boat and we approached the bridge? Like, does this seem normal? Mm, you've definitely never seen this before. Is a oh, lot okay. of soldiers. Okay. Um, you see all these like foot soldiers kind of <laughs> marching across the bridge. Behind them, you see groups of little dwarven cavalry riding these huge boars start kind of pulling across the bridge as well. They're like dragging massive carts of gear along with them. Um, this is like a full blown army marching across the bridge. You guys wait about two hours for them to march across. And it's dwarves, uh, mounts, massive boars, massive bulls carrying equipment, siege engines, all manner of equipment moves across this bridge for about two hours. Finally, after the last of them passes, the flagger, you see him in the window doing like some little semaphore signals at you. There's a few little coordinated blasts of horns, different from the one that you heard earlier when the soldiers marked across. Uh, and you notice kind of behind the two defensive towers on either side of the southern side of the bridge, the huge like winching mechanisms that operate the drawbridge bridge start to drop these massive perfectly carved stones and the bridge begins to swing up. Hey guys, uh, when we get in there, we probably ought to look for somebody who actually knows how to steer this thing. Yeah, we've we've uh, probably had to have, have had a, a conversation about what we're doing. Are we going to keep the boat? Are we going to sell it? Because none of us are are uh, sailors. Or at least hire going. someone to do this shit. Because uh, or we could do that. I think before we make any decisions, we should figure out if we're going to get any more work, where it's located, 
and you know, well, even maybe then, make some extra no, no. extra profit. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying we, we make a decision at this point. Yeah, definitely, we want to uh, dock it and sort of get figure out, you know, because uh, now now it seems like uh, the uh, city may be on a war footing. Uh, a, a boat would might might be good for getting us out of there. There's a dull echoing thud. And in the window, the little dwarven uh, guard just kind of does a few more semaphore and then gestures you through underneath the bridge. Uh, pulling up anchor, how fast do we start moving again? Mm, pretty quickly. This river runs fast. Okay. Can I try to copy his movements? Like, like I'm watching him do it, and I can kind of try to do it myself. Okay, give me a performance check. about the, the flag waving? Yeah, the semaphore. Yeah. Does, she, does she seem like really focused on trying to copy the dwarf? Uh, uh, apparently oh. not. <laughs> uh, she's just kind of she's just kind of waving her arms at him, and the dwarf is like, <laughs> "Would you stop belittling him? Is are her feet close together? Because I've got plans. Does she seem like a little bit off balance? Because at that moment in time, I'll cast Gust of Wind again and send us like rocketing forward. I don't know. I'm pretty sure-footed, to be sure, but you could certainly try. She's just—it just to the rest of you, it looks like she's just messing with him. But you know, she's putting in a good faith effort for sure. And there, there's not like a. Uh cheat or something uh, carved on the rail in front of the helm to, to say, you know, this means that. And... There is not, no. It's no. You, you kind of are having to read the, the rough, uh, you know, understanding of it. Just kind of guessing and hoping you get it right. It's obvious, you know, they raised the bridge for you. They mean for you to go through. That must be what it is. That much we can read. Can I see any other colored flags on this guy, or does he just have the one? He has like reds and greens and yellows and, and blues and all kinds of stuff. So he did, you know, he waved a red to get you guys to stop. He was doing like a, I'm pretty sure that one means stop. And uh, now he's waving a green at you, you know, it means go, obviously. All right, we're looking for a place to dock. All right. You sail through the bridge. You come out on the other side, and you can kind of see now that this is roughly the the bulk of the city. Uh, off to your right, where the docks would be normally, you can still see them, they are chained off. There's this massive iron chain kind of draped across the entrance into the dock portion. Uh, beyond it, you can see a number of small little wooden masted vessels that are all kind of tucked away. Uh, they're all battened down and stuck here. On either side of these towers opening up into this little harbor, uh, you can see that there are dwarves patrolling all of this like river embankments, the towers on either side. They are the military presence is much heightened from the last time that any of you were here. And this looks very off, right? Like the last time we were here, it was very welcoming and, and outsiders were very, you know. Yes, you have never seen it like this before. The left side of the river, as you guys kind of sail down a little bit further, there is another dock. This one is open. 
that is kind of roughshod, ramshackled looking. There's only a couple of ships kind of moored here. Uh, your vessel is by far the best kept of the ones that are currently tied here. Well, that dock looks cheap. We could look for a better one, or we could just stop there. But anyone we hire, I would not hire from this area. Not not without uh, getting a recommendation from somebody who knows what, what they're doing. We, we also need to make the boat not stealable. Right. Uh, How do... Like, what, put a club in the uh, wheel? How about some firebomb traps on the, uh, on the helm? I can always cast snare near the loading dock. I, I, I point to, to both of them, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, so the, this um, uh, rubbishy-looking port is, is the only available-looking... Uh, so the uh, port itself is not rubbishy, but the vessels are. So what you guys... The were, the, you, what you could tell, pretty much, is that the vessels that were moored on the, uh, the southern dock... Um, were, you know, a little bit fancier, larger vessels, and these are all, like, single-masted, little, like, you know, river fishermen-looking boats and, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, Unfortunately my spell only really lasts eight hours, um, so past that point, I guess I'd have to cast it again. Um, I don't really know how long we plan on staying here, but I've only got a little bit of a rope enough to cast one more time. Well, I think we were planning on staying here for a while, but I would imagine we were planning on staying here at night to avoid, you know, multiple expenses. Hey, Briar, can you go drop me off on the dock real quick so I can go get us a spot while you guys pull the boat in? Sure. Yeah. I was planning on staying know. at my place. <laughs> oh, whoa. You have a place here? Yes. Well, this is and Candy Tor. Five others. Oh, in, in Tovar Deep, yes. We're Tor going to Tovar Deep. That's like a day's trip away from here, right? Roughly. But that's where we're going. What time of day is it right now? Uh, this point, so you guys would have gotten around noon, and then you spend a couple hours waiting for the army to pass, so mid to late-ish afternoon. Okay. Uh, Briar's gonna airdrop me onto the docks. So I'm gonna go look for like a dockmaster, wharfmaster type dude. Alright, you kind of fiddle your way along the docks here in the shade of, of the surrounding buildings. Uh, find yourself into this little kind of plain office. Um, inside there's this like older looking, you know, he's got streaks of gray in his beard. It's a dwarf. It looks up at you. Alright, right, what can I do for you? Uh, we're looking to park our boat, the chain breaker. Mm. All right. Uh, well, it's going to be uh, 10 gold pieces a day. 10 gold a day. Does he seem like he's trying to jit me? Like that was a pretty hefty sum for docking a boat. Uh, go ahead and make an insight.
Um, and I mean, you're parking a whole ass ship on a dock. It's kind of yeah, seems legit. You know, um, there, there are fancier rooms for for rent that run about this price, so it's not too crazy. Um, I'm gonna stack up twenty gold in front of him. Uh, what about Briar? She's there too. Oh no, she just dropped me off and she went back to help you guys park the boat. Yeah, yeah, she's the captain. She has to be there. Who uh, said the only person that rolled well? <laughs> I'm gonna look at him and be like, "Dude, so what's going on with the other docks?" I uh, with the uh, the war getting closer, they're uh, starting to lock the city down. They've uh, had a few issues. Uh, to the north. Where, where's Yus coming from, by the way? You haven't heard about any of this. Uh, I've been south for south of the Khazarain Hills for quite some time. I mean, I knew the war was going on. I just didn't know it was getting this close. Mm. Aye, right, yeah, well, lots of surrounding villages are starting to feel the hurt. You're gonna, you're gonna see it yourself here in a bit as soon as you leave the docks. Uh... Alright, well, I don't know how long we're staying, but I'll go ahead and pay for two days starting out, and then I'll probably have our captain come talk to you about a more realistic plan a little bit later. Alright. And he kind of slides your coins across and starts counting them. I have a, have a good day. They, what, what, the army, though, why were they moving north? They they going off to the front? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, the war's up that way. Well, the whole bridge was shut down for about three hours. Yeah, that'd be the uh, the army, I guess. I don't know. I didn't see it. Hmm. All right, then. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. Uh, we'll be seeing you. I hope so. I'll walk out and go kind of like flag down the party to like park here. <laughs> I'm going to go look for flags. Are there any like flags that I can see? Uh, no. As, uh, you, right. as you're doing it, he kind of, uh, he's pulling up his belt. He kind of wanders out onto the pier and stands next to one of the spots. It's pretty much the one that you've picked, and he's just kind of gesturing onto the pier. You can see next to you there's just this stark height difference between you and this little kind of round little dwarf. I'm going to start doing figure fours with my hands like the one dwarf. He just kind of looks at you and he's like, hey, I don't know what you're doing. Stop that. Well, uh, this is what you're supposed to do. Mate, this is how, you, this is how you direct ships. No, I don't know where you saw that. You're all you're all goofed up. Get out of here. I absolutely know. I absolutely know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna stand there and keep doing it, like stone faced. Just from our end, does it look like he's dancing a little? Uh, Onyx, give me a performance check. He's doing a pretty good impression of the dwarven uh, semaphore messenger that you guys saw earlier. Looks just like him, you know, but it's anybody's guess why these same symbols for the, you know, how to pass through the bridge and stop at the bridge have any relevance to park so. here. Can I, like, pull out a handkerchief since I don't have a flag? Yeah, there's a little scrap of, of cloth and you're just kind of waving it in, in these little uh, rigid patterns. All right, you guys kind of pull up, uh, 
pull up next to it. Uh, alright. What are you guys doing to kind of park the vessel? Um, I mean, uh, wouldn't we just, because the sail's already down, right? Yeah. So wouldn't we just wait until it kind of like gets into place, like Briar would kind of like maneuver it, and then we just drop the anchor? Um, oh, you don't want to drop but, anchor in port. I'm oh, saying, I, I don't no, know no, we, we, uh, we lash off. I'm standing dockside to catch ropes and tie them off to the cleats. Hey, right, get out of here. I'll do this myself. And he's kind of gesturing for you guys. None of us know this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea what that is. <laughs> I've seen ropes on boats. I'm obviously no, going to tie it off. I'm going to tie it off really wrong, but it'll be tied off. He's gesturing like, for you guys we're to throw it. heading over to the anchor, and he's like, no, 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 no. Right, so, yeah, we chuck a, a line over at him. He kind of snatches it, and you see he does these, like, twists in the air, and the rope kind of, like, you know, curves and then like ties itself off on one of the little, uh, little like metal cleats on the pier, and then he kind of waddles over to the next one, is like gesturing for you. Alright, so yeah, we'll. Yeah, we'll. we'll f uh, I think we figure it out and start throwing uh, ropes. <laughs> grabs another one and ties it off, and, and you guys are, are moored next to them, kind of gently in this little calm little port. What are you guys doing now? Your dwarven companion kind of scurries back off to his office. Hey, um, we have questions. Uh, uh, I, uh, what, what are you wanting? You want more days? Uh, ten gold pieces per day, as I told your friend here. Yeah. Uh, does how secure is, is this? It, uh, go ahead. Does the ten gold sound normal? You mean inside check. Did everyone hear that? Yeah, you kind of yelled it. Seems a little high. Can, can I kind of like walk up and kind of look him in the face and say, that's not the price. Aye, twasn't the price. It is now. There's a, there's a war afoot to higher prices. This being the only dock available on either side of the river for a hundred miles, uh, you know. You'll pay what I like. Well, what do you plan on using the inflation of your prices for? I was hoping to buy myself a boat and go see. Oh, you're interested in buying a boat, huh? Speaking of uh, of safe, uh, how uh, how well patrolled is your little um, safe harbor here? Do you have? Uh, guards at night and that sort of thing and we leave leave our, our boat unattended and not worry that it's going to walk off in the night your boat certainly won't be walking off but uh, you know I wouldn't consider this side of the river too safe anymore uh, you know uh, keep your wits about you and all that uh, it's and why are we crowded. paying you 10 gold a day uh, well you're yeah. welcome to park it in the river and let it you know float away or get impounded by the uh, guards I'm sure they'll like that well, we are actually unsure about whether or not we're going to keep this boat. So if you want one at a fair price, it might be a good idea that you uh, keep a good eye on it. Fair enough. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know what that means, but thank you. I, you said you had other questions, otherwise I'm gonna get back uh, to my work. Um, so, with the war going, can we still get into Tovar Deep? Mm. Have you got papers? I live there. Mm, then no. You can't. I have not, have not seen anybody get across the bridge for uh, five days now. They've uh, got it all locked off. The refugees are all trapped on this side now. And, uh, you know, it's anybody's guess how long this side of the river lasts when the uh, soldiers from Austrinium get here. What? What about the festival? Ah, uh, you're missing it. Uh, <laughs> no! What, what, what about uh, fairies? Surely uh, some enterprising crew is, is uh, ferrying people across the river if they can't cross on the bridge? Make a persuasion check. Or, you know, ferrying. Got me? Yeah, that'll work so well. well yeah, okay. He kind of gives you a look and he's like, kind of palms his hand a little bit. He's like, I could just, I might have heard something about that, uh, but, uh, you know, my memory's a little foggy right now. Oh, well, I guess you'll never know. Uh, so I'll, I'll, um, I'll pull out, um, Wait, 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 five. I know about this kind of thing. Can I talk to him? Yeah. All right. I'm going to I'm going to go pull him aside and be like, "All right, listen here. I know about getting in places people aren't wanted." Uh -huh. Can we come to agreement? I'm not sure I understand your meaning. I am a forthright and upstanding citizen of Kenitor. <laughs> and I have I'm gonna, made I'm gonna grease his palm, you know. Want to slip him, I don't know, like five gold pieces. Ah, my memory. Suddenly, it's so much better now. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you didn't hear this from me, but, uh, there's a group of guys, uh, a couple streets down. If you show up at midnight, uh, there might be a boat for you. You just gotta ask for Evenheart. Evenheart. Got it. I... Thanks. I'm gonna clap him real hard on the back. And he gives you a nod. He's like, I like yous. And he pockets your uh, your gold pieces. All right. I'm going to go tell everybody else. Even hurt. Midnight. A couple streets over. Are there any guards, like, walking around? Uh, make a reception check. Okay, so um, the area where you guys are right now, it's kind of this little, like, you know, mushroom-capped portion of it. There's a little, there's kind of a narrow opening for the vessels to sail in into these piers. Um, and then there's the docks itself, just a few kind of little, like, 
buildings and a few stone buildings running the circumference of the actual dock. Uh, there's a little kind of wall, and then above it you can see a street kind of running along it. There's not a lot of people on it. There's a few two, three-story kind of uh, stereotypical buildings beyond it, a few narrow little alleyways kind of leading out. There's one gate that leads down a few steps onto the docks themselves. Uh, what you've noticed is there's a handful of people kind of milling about on the pier. There's, you see one guy on one of the other boats. There's a couple guys that come out of one of the buildings and kind of walk along carrying a crate. A few people come out of one of the alleyways and walk along a bit and then enter doors into one of the buildings. Uh, after a while of watching, I would say you might have noticed a pair of guards kind of do a little loop along. Uh, not a lot of, of guard coverage here. I wanted, I wanted to try to intercept them and ask them a question. They aren't down here. You guys are still like on the actual pier with your ship. Oh. Um, but if you want to, if you guys are ready, you can go and like snag one of the guards. Uh, I would like to, like speaking to the dwarf, um, say, I don't think we quite caught your name. Uh, yeah, my name's Farrick. Well, Farrick means the war's upcoming and you just got a nice stash of cash on you. Um, did you need anything while we were headed towards Torrier Deep? Uh, nah, I'll be alright. Making, uh, making myself, uh, scarce, probably. If anything goes wrong, so I'll be all set. Alright. And he kind of gives you a little tip of the brow and heads off into his little office. Alright, so um, we should probably uh, batten this boat down as much as we can to um, secure it. And then uh, I need to go find... Um, Uh, what's his name? Uh, Brahma Stormforge or uh, somebody else from the Fortune Hunters. No, Brahma's is in Tori Beer. Um, so we need to find the, the faction office. Yeah, before we leave the boat, though, are there any like I don't know locks or things on the boat that we can kind of like lock compartments and you know kind of make it difficult to access? You could pad. You can padlock the below decks portion. Okay. I'm gonna do that. And, and the um, the cabin, which is on the top deck. Uh, the cabin is not on the top deck. Oh, is, I, I was sort of picturing so a, the, a uh, the cabin. You have to go into, and it's like through the cruise quarters into the cabin at the aft end of the ship. So there, there's no... Uh... There's one main hold, and then underneath the main hold, there is a secret compartment that gets you into the slave hold. But I mean, on, on the uh, the top deck, no... It's just uh, steps that go up castle, to... The, castle. No, it's just steps that go up to, like, an aft aft castle, the grace portion where the helm is, pretty sure. Uh-huh. All right. So, yeah, we'll... we'll um, stow the... <laughs> Uh, 
what were they? Uh, the bolt throwing things. All of that. Yeah, we'll we'll stow all the the loose stuff from the top deck, except for you know ropes and what have you, and uh, otherwise make the the boat ready for us to depart. And expect to come back and find it relatively intact. I. Sorry, were you done? Yes. Also, am going to take either. I'm going to unwind some cordage and basically rig up a tender box and my camp oil to the um, windlass to drop the anchor if necessary so that basically a firebomb is attached to the anchor thing if they try to raise it. Okay. I, th I thought we'd established that we didn't, yeah, you guys didn't drop not, anchor at the pier. You did not drop anchor, um, but you could probably rig it up to uh, maybe the hold, to where if anyone tries to open the hold without, you know, knowing to prevent this, they will, you know, set off an inferno within their own, the ship's hold. Sounds good. Alright. Uh, go, go ahead and give me a... Uh, sleight of hand check so you can set the trap is anybody helping you uh, I can help you symbol something that you know might work well enough you suppose there's really no telling can I run back into Farrick's office but come in a little too hot like I didn't slow down quite enough as I open the door just a is he still in there? Yeah. He's filling out some paperwork. You get on. What's, what's going on? Oh, sorry. I had one more question. Where's a good place to stay? Mm, depends on how much you're willing to pay. I personally would just recommend you stay on your ship. Uh, anything on this side of the river is going to be booked up or overly expensive. Uh, okay, good place. Food, drinks, that sort of thing. So, uh, there's the, uh, Deep Orc Tavern. That's a bit, uh, bit a ways off. Um, that one's a bit, uh, that one's closer to Jareth's Bridge. And that one's pretty popular. I find myself in there a couple times, uh, a couple times a week, I suppose. Ah, yeah, that's probably the good one. Uh... 
You could also go to uh, Vicky's Vicious. That's a place. Not uh, not super popular these days. Yeah, it doesn't sound super popular. Yeah, we'll try the first one. You said it was the Orc. All right, the deep, deep Orc Tavern. The Deep Orc Tavern. All right, thanks for your help, bud. And I'll toss him. I'll like toss something in the air as I turn around and walk out, like knowing he'll catch it, but it's just a rock. Catches the Rockneys. Hey, what is this? I'm already gone. As this is happening, Keth, he's been kind of tidying up his personal belongings and a few other things. Casimir as well. Um, as you guys are kind of making these, th you know, Interacting with these, you see Casimir, his pack all packed up, kind of strides down the gangplank, comes along behind the rest of you. Um, I think this is where I will bid you farewell. I uh, must make myself quickly back to uh, the uh, Everhold Institute, and um, I will. Uh, I will be sure to put in a good word with them for the rest of you, and most specifically. Uh, keep an ear out. I definitely, once I have done a little bit more research, will be looking into this again, and I might need additional help in uh, more adventures. Well, you know how to get in, in touch with us, and speaking of the fortune hunters, uh, you settled your account with them, I assume. It was uh, paid up front? Uh, I did not pay for it. My institute pays for such things, and yes, they did pay for it up front. Up front. We hold a, a, a long-standing commission with your organization. A letter of completion? And oh, yeah, I hold up my hand. You're just gonna leave? Um, uh, oh. Specifically, as far as that is concerned, uh, I will be checking in with one of your representatives, and then they will uh, verbally hear from me that the job is completed. Well, then come with us. Uh, That's where we're going. I suppose. Yep. Sure. Okay. I'm gonna. We're just gonna casually hold his hand as we go. Okay. If uh, you would like, not like, to attend us there, a letter would suffice. Usually, your organization works in terms of face-to-face uh, uh, -face contracts. It is. That's true, but trust but verify. Right, hence the face-to-face -face contact. Um, so as this, as you guys are kind of talking to this, you as well see Keth stride down the gangplank as well, and he's, uh, friends, it has been good traveling with you. I have enjoyed my time in your company. Your meals have been most appreciated. He kind of does a little bow towards Briar. You know, this big burly orc fellow, just kind of. Ah, oh, come on, bring it in. I'm going to give him a big <laughs> knees, you know. He hugs you back and kind of gently pats your back with his massive hand. Oh. <laughs> hey, Keth, before you run off, you want to grab a drink with me? They've got business to attend to, but drinks are on me if you want to come. I don't see why not. I didn't necessarily have a terribly good plan as to where I was going to go next. So I shall attend to you. Leave um, I'm going to pull out one of those glass shards that we got from 
the the room that tried to kill us. And I'm gonna look at Casimir and I'll be like, "Did you get Did you get one of these?" I, I did. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna keep mine then. Do you have any to spare? Uh, I only got three, I'm afraid. Oh well, I got ten of them. Do you want an extra one? Uh, sh sure, if you would like to part with one. Yeah, yeah, I got ten of them. Here, I'll just like hand him another one that's like probably like four inches long. Just takes this big glass shard and he kind of takes like some cloth out of his pack and gingerly wraps it up because they're like razor sharp. Yeah, they're just like floating around in my bag. I got problems with it just all the time. I like glass. go in there. <laughs> I go in there to grab something like it'll get you, but it's fine. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. just like loose glass shards in your backpack. But he kind of shuffles. Mm -hmm. Everyone else here is like clink, clink, clink. Yeah. yeah, there's just probably, like probably a, a tip or two uh, poking out where they've started cutting through. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. All right, Catherine, I'm going to slap him on the back and be like, let's go, buddy. All right, lead the way. I'm going to walk off like I know where I'm going. All right, he follows you like you know where you're going. Well, you have been here before, right? So you have. You, I think he would have spent not too much time here. Probably would have passed through. Okay. So I know roughly where this bar is. Probably. So I'm are gonna... you not going to the fortune hunters with us? No, no, no. You guys are like the boss mans that have to deal with the business, and then I'll get paid later. Oh, yeah. Dimitari, drinks or business? Which one? I'm worried, I'm worried that if they don't yeah. see us physically there, they're not going to count us for payments. So I'm getting my money, and I'm making sure of that. Well, Casimir is uh, going to, to vouch for us, so you know the the job was done. We'll we'll get our our commission. Javid, you're my boss, man. So you're saying I'm good? I can yep. oh, I can take oh, yeah. that for some drinks. Do just make sure you save enough uh, seats at the table for us. We'll be along. Absolutely, I got you. Come on, buddy, and we'll like make I'll make my way lead him to the tavern. All right, I'm going with you. The three of you kind of up the steps out of the the uh, docks area and disappear down one of the side streets. What are the rest of you guys doing? We're heading to the the fortune hunters uh, outpost here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sticking close to Casimir. We've been protecting him for so long; it just feels wrong. <laughs> so the four of us are going out for drinks. <sighs> Uh, I think it is, so it is Keth, Onox, and Snow going for drinks. The rest of you, uh, Javid, Azriel, Demetari, uh, Briar, and Casimir are going in search of the Fortune Hunter's office. Both of you, both groups... As soon as you guys kind of make your way into these kind of side alleys leading away from this dock, there's this like noise that kind of starts to grow louder and you all recognize it as the sound of like people and carts and other you know, lively events occurring. And as soon as you guys exit the alley, you find yourselves on a fairly busy and stricted little street. It feels cramped. The place is filled with people. There are uh, numerous 
folks in these like tattered, dirty little cloaks, kind of like sitting in the mud next to the edge of the building, like over their like little sacks of personal belongings. The streets, like wall to wall, are refugees everywhere the eye can see. And this is this new, like where there are this many refugees in the city before? This is new. You've never seen it like this before. Uh, can I see? Young kid, 16, 17, 18 years old, with his family. Uh, Looking specifically for one of the refugees, because, like, this is, like, hitting me pretty hard seeing all this. So I'm looking for someone that's, like, a little bit more down on their luck than the rest of them. Oh, boy, do they all look down on their luck. Younger, younger family is what I'm looking for. So it's people of all ages here. You can see middle-aged folks, you see families, you see people that are like practically carrying their elders on their backs. Um, Um, I'm going to reach out and snag like a 20-something year old. I'm going to grab him. What is all this? These are the uh, refugees, sir. I'm sorry. And he's kind of like just ready to get out of the way. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I'm just trying to ask questions here. You're good. And I'm going to take one of the long swords I have and I'm going to put it in his hand. Uh, th- thank you, sir. Uh, I don't need two of them and it looks like you could use it. I know how bad it is to be out like this. I, I appreciate it. Kind of sits down. It's mostly humans that you can see, but dotted here or there, you can make out elves, gnomes, a few other different creatures tucked away amongst the group. As you guys... Everything... Go ahead, ahead, DM. Uh, As you guys are kind of moving through this, like, throng of refugees, you can see every once in a while there's a little group of guards, you know, packs of six of them, kind of just like, you know move down the center of the street and the refugees all kind of have to part in front of them and they're just like eyeing them on either side. Everything is so alive. Yes, it is. The, there's, there's like this like tension and like palpable anxiety in the air people are um sickly you can hear (coughs) coughing and and other things people look gaunt and and pale unpoorly fed which is a rough sight um is there like a soup kitchen bread kitchen like a food place along these strips like general food like people hawking bread and stuff like that um Make a perception check. What you guys notice as you travel is that for just about every, like, building that exists, um, for every five or six of them, there's one that is open. The other five are, like, boarded windows, lights out... Uh, locked front stoop. It's just people in the streets, and then the city itself is dead. 
So what you guys would be able to tell is that pretty much everyone here is a refugee and all of the citizens have left. Got it. Takes you guys about 40 or so minutes to kind of weave your way through the throng, get your bearings. The streets kind of as you move between them go from like uh, main thoroughfares stocked with refugees, side alleys just, you know, a handful here or there, back alleys, no one. There's Most people are keeping to the main streets, uh, but you guys kind of weave your way through <clears throat> and eventually find yourselves out in front of the Kenny Tor Fortune Hunter office. The door is locked. The lights are out inside. Any note? Like um, something tacked the door saying uh, see us at our main office in Torvir Deep or you know, for for business call, you know, for case of emergency, dial. Uh, make a reception check. Dial one eight hundred. The long candle. <laughs> All right. As you approach the building, poke your head inside. There's no sign or anything on the door. However. As you're looking inside, you see a large figure within, kind of moving closer, closer. You hear the door click and unlock, and like, kind of stepping through the door frame is this huge Goliath in like, kind of thick leather armor. He kind of looks down at you and, can I help you? Yeah, we, we, we have, uh, we have business. We're fortune hunters and are returning on a a mission. I want to say bad timing, but I guess it's not. Come on in. And you kind of see him. He kind of like steps out of the way, kind of down the steps a little bit. And he hoists up this like big wooden sign and drops it on a nail kind of next to the door. And on it you can see like Fortune Hunter's office closed. Uh, contact Fortune Hunters and Torvir Deep. He's like, hurry inside, let's go get this over with before I'm out of here. Alright, yeah, we'll, we'll follow him inside. Alright, it's dark, dimly lit. It's kind of like this, this, the interior is almost a mead hall, sort of. It's like long tables for people to sit on either side of. Um... There's, essentially, it, it, it's kind of a small private tavern. There's a set of steps that leads up to a second floor, and kind of beyond it you can see a little hallway and a few doors on either side. On this floor there's a few untapped kegs, and then a back office, and he kind of gestures you past the uh, the thing, and into a, a room kind of on the other side. Um, there's some seats. You can tell that this is kind of the business office, where they... You know, fill out paperwork and, and other things of that sort. I, I hand All him right. our contract. And kind of, 
you know, puts on these tiny little glasses and he's you know, reading it over. All right, and uh, yeah, this this is our um, our patron Casimir. Casimir, this is uh, this guy. Got it. Uh, status of the work, Casimir's completed uh, with bonus marks, I should say, uh, for their timely and ex expert contribution to my mission. And I just all right, and you see him kind of pull out a couple pages, and he kind of scribbles with a quill a little bit. And fiddles with it. You can see he pulls out a little fucking abacus and he's kind of doing some math on it for a bit. Alright. <sighs> Takes him about, I don't know, five or so minutes. Uh, that'll be... Let's see. That'll be 4,500 gold for gilded members. There are six of you total. And he kind of clicking on it. That'll be a total of 17,000 gold. Does anyone have any questions? Yes, how did that math come about? 4,500 per gilded member, 2,000 per ungilded member. Under gilded members are not permitted for bonuses. How, how could I get into Tilvar Deep? Yeah, get one of these. And he kind of pulls out a little scroll. It's got a little stamp, you know, wax stamp on it. And then he kind of tucks it away in the shirt. Fortunately, we're not handing them out anymore. Hmm. Any other way to get to the city? Go the long way. What's the long way? Head east. There's another bridge, I think, a hundred miles. Maybe a little closer. Why aren't they handing out the papers anymore? I guess the city is full. I don't know. I haven't been there in a couple weeks. Not since they closed down the bridge. I was able to get one because we're closing down this office and I gotta take all our stuff back. Speaking of which, and he kind of unslings a pack that he's got and kind of pulls out some things and you see him fishing out little diamonds from the pack fiddles with him a little bit, and he's like, Do you want uh, each person paid individually, or are you alright with one sack? Yeah, we'll, we'll sort it out. Just one sack's fine. Alright, and he just hands yeah. you a little kind of leather pouch. Yeah, glad glad to see that, that you've got the uh, the gems. I was starting to worry that 17,000 coins would be a bit much no. to carry. Well, you, uh, we don't pay out in gold. We pay out in uh, valuable jewels. And other considerations. Yep. And other bonuses. But uh, none were afforded for this trip. And as this is happening, Casimir kind of you see him kind of slide towards the back door and he's like, alright, well uh, payment is uh, completed. Contraction complete. I wish the best of you uh, many, many safe travels. Wait, 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 wait. All those little doohickeys you picked up. We're not gonna bother to show the guy who's paying us? And the guy's like, I don't give a shit. Doesn't that yeah. give us more money? No. There's only two things in the contract that get you more money. 
he comes back alive. That was 500 each. And then he says, you did a good job. Another 500. Quick question. Did we give um, Casimir the, what is it, bands of supplication? No, I think we did not. I think David has them. Pretty sure he is actually currently wearing them, or he's wearing the ring. I think. Yeah, I've got the ring. the the uh, The torque is is in my bag, my handy haversack of holding. Uh, David, don't you have something mm -hmm. to give Casimir? No, that wasn't part of the deal. Would you rather it be used? Uh, I'm interested to see um, where where. Uh, where this leads. Casimir doesn't want it. It's not uh, something he deals with. He deals with um, antiquities. Yes, uh, that is all yours. Uh, consider it a bonus. I'm sure it has value to someone. So that little piece of paper you have, is that just meant for one person? Or? Yep, just me. And he kind of taps it and he says, Taujak Thunderspeak, just me. How does Casimir get back? Uh, my intent is to uh, head east. Not rather unassuming and um, easily ignored fellow. Uh, monsters may not see it as such, but soldiers certainly will. For someone who was almost killed on multiple occasions, you seem rather calm about traveling a hundred miles. I'll be alright. Oh, and... We currently hold no. offices within this city, and, um, well, I have uh, compatriots who will see to it that I return home safely. Best of luck to all of you, however. Yeah, Kaz, uh, it's uh, good doing business with you, and, and um, keep us in mind if you need uh, anything further. Oh, I intend to. I, I'm very excited to see where this line of research goes, and I shall certainly be reaching out to you specifically, and he kind of looks over all of your party. So I've been holding his hand this entire time. I'm just clutching it tearfully, holding like mouth doing the whole wiggle thing and just trying not to sob and give him one giant hug and be like okay you can take care of yourself okay he gives you a little pat on the back he's like oh you as well briar uh good luck with your cooking and other things that's gonna be too much i'm gonna i'm gonna do one sob and be like excuse me go out in the hall um i guess i'll turn to leave and see if i can find the tavern that i know onyx and snow went to Alright, is that where you guys are going now? We ain't getting yeah, much out of here. We've we've uh we've got our business here and, and um what was it? Carmex Underpants, what was his name? What do you mean? Who? The guy uh, the Goliath. Taudak Thunderspeak. Oh, I knew it was something like that.
Have we and worked with him before? I'm guessing not. Like, I'm no. guessing this, there's a lot of managers, so. Yeah, there's a lot of guys all over the place. I believe I would, you two have only ever worked out of the Torvir Deep office, so you've never met this guy before. But I will say that this kind of, like, procedure that he's running through is pretty much how they all do it. You know, you... You bring in whatever it was that you were working on, you know, like whether you were hired to kill a monster or something, you bring it in its head, they, you know, flip through some abacus, do some math, and then they pay you out in gyms. It's pretty okay. standard. Yeah, then, yeah, I'll just leave, because we're done. Uh, yep. Your party kind of heads down the steps. Casimir gives you one final wave, and then he disappears into the crowd of refugees and the rest of you head the other direction all right onyx and the rest of you folk can i get you guys to give me a i'm gonna call it survival check Okay. Well done, Snow. Following Snow's lead, you you and, and Keth, uh, Onox, you kind of start to get, like, diverted by the crowd of, of people here and there. You know, you're having to step over people, literally, in the street. Uh, but Snow, like, kind of out in front of you is, like, pointing the way for the rest of you. Takes you guys a little bit longer than you probably would have liked, almost an hour, to get where you're going. But you find yourselves at this uh, kind of a center square almost. It's this like star pattern cross of a bunch of roads that kind of tee into itself. And then there's a main thoroughfare uh, that leads up towards Jareth's Bridge. You guys can see kind of what from where you're standing uh, the towers kind of on the far side of uh, the bridge the guard towers that the guy was doing the semaphore from in the distance it's this huge kind of market plaza surrounded by all kinds of shops and other places to visit um, it is filled with people but most notably there's kind of this like hastily constructed wooden platform in the center that has kind of like these defensive little balustrades around it. Uh, and on the platform, there's a bunch of little dwarven and human guards kind of patrolling around it, keeping an eye on the crowd. You spot kind of on the northwestern side of this uh, plaza. Uh, Deep Orc Tavern. There's a few people kind of spilling out into the late afternoon, the orange sky. I'm gonna look at Keth and Snow and say, you guys go to the tavern, I'll meet you there in a few minutes. All right. Where are you going? I'm just gonna go talk to these guys real quick and I'm gonna point up at the guards who are kind of looking over everything. Well, <clears throat> don't get in any trouble while we're here. No, 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 no like, trouble. All right, Casimir, let's go get a drink. Who Casimir is, but uh, I. Kevin oh, sorry. Will yeah. Go with. 
different fellow. I appreciate the uh, misunderstanding, though. I have considered <laughs> myself a uh, rather knowledgeable fellow from time to time, so I'll take the compliment on that uh, regard. All right, come on. And he kind of pushes his way through the crowd. You know, he's a little bit taller than, than your average bear running around here. I'm going to kind of push my way up to the platform. The guards kind of... they. One of them looks at you, but they don't really stop and, and pay you any mind. They're just kind of patrolling around. Uh, has anybody seen more in charge than the others? There is one kind of standing towards the center. You can see he's wearing the same kind of like Torvir deep dwarven plate armor as the rest, but there's like gold filigree kind of running around the the corners of it. And he's got just, you know, it's a little bit upper scale. I'm going to look down at my breastplate and see if it holds resemblance. Your breastplate gives the kind of the same air of, uh, you know, formality as his does. Like, his his armor is obviously very uh, uh, decorative, whereas the rest of them are all functional. All right, I'm going to kind of, like, wave at him. Hey, excuse me, can I have a moment? Make a... Make a persuasion check. I'll give you advantage. The, uh, the Dwarven Guard Captain kind of looks over at you, kind of sizes you up as you're waving at him, and he kind of shuffles over. Two of the other little Dwarven Guards kind of tuck along behind him. He's like, yeah, uh, what can I do for you, sir? Oh, uh, yeah, I just had a couple of questions, if you don't mind. I've been south for some work lately. I just noticed there's a lot of people here, and I heard, heard tell that people weren't getting across the bridge. Hey, if you came from south, you're on the wrong side of the river, my friend. Uh, no one's getting across these days. Uh, but we've got business in Torvir Deep. We're part of the Fortune Hunters, and one of my mates lives there. Is there anything that we can do to try to get in? I, uh, you can submit your request to the town council. Uh, I believe they're a little backed up these days. It's taken about two weeks to get through anyone. Uh, but uh, once that's dealt with, uh, then you'll find yourselves in possession of one of the uh, letters of passage. The city's that swamped, huh? Uh, yeah, well, you know, and he kind of gestures around at this just, like, massive sea of, of people just kind of, like, sitting on the ground with these just dejected looks on their faces. Yeah, speaking of which, what are these What are these fine people doing for food? Is anybody able to provide that here? Uh, we're bringing in regular shipments uh, from the city. Uh, it's a little bit tough for them. The uh, food doesn't sit right with their uh, stomachs. They're not used to our uh, deep uh, cuisine, but... They're getting used to it, uh, don't worry. People just look queasy, pretty much as far as you can see. Yeah, I've, just, I've been on this side of the house with them, so I know what it's like, so I know it's not fun. Hey. It's, uh, you know, our cuisine's a bit of an acquired taste with the mushrooms and the rocks and whatnot. Um, how's the, the city militia and everything looking? You guys got enough to outfit everybody and... You're not falling behind on any weaponry or anything like that? I, uh, well, the metal workers are working overtime. The miners themselves, uh, d despite their recent transgressions, are certainly making up for it these days. Um, they're, uh, they're churning out armor and weapons as fast as they can. Uh, just a few hours ago, one of our uh, regiments passed through. 
uh, headed north, ready to really give it to them, you know? Yeah, I hope they give it to them good. I me as well. Um, is there any, if, if anybody were to have extras or anything, do you guys pay prices for that sort of stuff for defenses and such? Uh, I could reach out to someone for you, I suppose. Uh, there's no quartermaster right now on this side of the river, but if we had one, uh, we could definitely pay out a pretty good sum for uh, armor and weapons, as long as they're of good uh, construction. Yeah, I'm, I gotta talk to my bosses, you know how it is, but, you know, with the war efforts, I want to be, you know, a helping hand in these war efforts, and if we have a few extras, we might set up a meeting with you later this week and maybe try to ha help out if you can reach out to your contact. All right, I'll uh, I'll see about talking to somebody and seeing uh, make sure there's a quartermaster this side of the river a bit more often. Uh, once we get a quartermaster and, and he can write you a, write you a written dispensary, then uh, uh, we'll pay you a uh, fair fair price for whatever it is you're trying to sell. I'm gonna hold my hand out and say my name's Onox, by the way, Onox Stormbringer. Hey, hey, uh, my name's Belgrom Tubrock. I'm a guard captain this side of the river for this shift. Nice to meet you. I hope you're keeping everybody safe, and yeah, I haven't had too many troubles. You as well. Good luck. Keep your nose clean. Yeah, just let me know if uh, you hear anything opening up about those writs of passage. One of my companions would much like to steer home before we move on. I, I'm very curious to see when they'll start issuing passages to get uh, across the river. Uh, they got a little bit scared there when uh, there were you know, thousands of folk crossing the river every day and um, they just declared it uh, off-limits. Kind of points <laughs> over towards the uh, the bridge itself and you can see there's this huge like barricade running across it and just people just like stacked up on this side. Just seems weird that you would keep your own citizens from their homes. I that's the, that's the only thing that seems weird to me. Well, I mean, these aren't, these aren't our citizens, you know, to be clear. They're not from their no. homes. No, but my compatriot, she lives there. Mm. Well, if um, if that's the case, then uh, if she talks to the uh, uh, the council this side of the river and uh, submits an expedited request, then I bet she could get to it in five days. Oh, okay. All right, I'll let her know. <clears throat> Best of luck to you. I yeah, appreciate it. And then I'm going to go to the bar. Okay. I think he kind of goes back to his business. Snow and Keth Forge Eye. The two of you kind of step into the bar, and it's just this like loud mess of people. Uh, the place is full, but there is food and drink on many of the tables. As well, you can hear kind of on the far end the sounds of music being played, some singing and dancing. Uh, the people here are in good spirits. It's a little bit crowded. Well, I'm going to start by buying both of us a drink. All right. All right. You kind of, what, you're just ordering a, a mug of ale, whatever they have to drink. Well, whatever his pre preference is. We'll just have some ale. ale. Uh, you go to and pay yeah. for it, and the barkeep is kind of this uh, kind of a, a middle-aged human woman. She's that'll be one silver piece. 
for uh, and pass over five and say keep them coming. That'll be one silver piece per drink. I should clarify. And pass over ten silver pieces and say keep them coming. Right, she gives you a nod and, and kind of starts filling up a few mugs of ale for you. You, uh, you and Keth kind of tuck yourselves in on a corner of one of the tables here in this cramped little tavern. And he's just kind of, you know, she drops the a few mugs of ale in front of you and, and gives you a nod. And, I'll keep him coming. And she disappears back into the crowd of people. Keth just kind of starts drinking and he's, it's been a while since I had any ale. Uh, how about you? Since this morning. You had ale on that ship this whole time. You didn't share. Ah, uh, not necessarily on the ship, but I keep a keep a flask on me. Very selfish of you, my friend, but you know I respect it. I understand. Put my hands up. You know, if I would have known, I would have shared. From here on out, I'll know. I'd appreciate that. You know, can't hurt to uh, make some friends with that sort of thing here. Where are you? Uh, where Absolutely. Are you from, my I am from the northern part of the Kazarain Hills. Interesting. You and I may not have grown up too far apart. And where are you from? I'm from the uh, Torrid Wastes, a small village outside of Trale. Besides, I'd say Triath. Triath, uh, you say? Indeed. Along the Iron Path, close to Silithir. Only about 50 miles or so from there. Do I know anything off the top of my head about that? Um... Make a history check. Um, you probably would. Uh, it's it's like a small. Mostly elven area of of the that that kind of portion uh, along the roads, specifically the Iron Path and Firemaker Passage, kind of west of Rudd's Tavern and the north of Triath. It's like elves; just a bunch of them live there. Kind of they keep towards Silithir, uh, but there are other other peoples uh, as well. Um, the elves of Silithir are. To say the least, xenophobic. You know, people don't get into that city unless they have elven blood, and half elves is like, you know, right? Yeah, a little, little bit too close to human. They, they were a deeply hurt people, and they, they don't really deal well with outsiders. Um, but the city, the, the villages and stuff outside of that area, pretty welcoming overall. You know, you can trade. Gotcha. And so it wouldn't be out of the ordinary to 
uh, bark and whatnot in those areas? Um, it would be a little unusual. And I will say specifically because of your proximity to Silithir, he fights like an elf from Silithir, very specifically, which is exceptionally unusual. They do not teach elves how to fight the way that they do, or non-elves, I should say. Insane. Well, you know, for forgive my ignorance, my friend. Uh, if I if I may call you that, I feel like you know after shedding blood and having drinks together, but maybe we can call each other friends. But most of that area is elvish dominant. Uh, what brings you to that area? My grandfather, the original Forge Eye, he, uh, he settled there uh, many years ago and um, took, took well to the region uh, and its people. Uh, and we just never left. It's, it uh, was a, an interesting story. Um, the, the locals grew to appreciate us well and uh, my wife was an elf. Rest her passing. I'm sorry to hear that, my friend. Uh, is, is that where you learned your fighting style? Is from your wife? It was from her father. He was the one who taught me. Uh, he had been exiled from the city, and uh, um, one day, when I was much younger, he felt the need to uh, teach me so that we could, uh, well, I could make sure she stayed safe. And he kind of, you know, turns down his head and looks a little dejected. He's, I regret that I failed him. Oh. We cannot always protect those that we care about most. As I'm sure you've seen when we, from our most recent battles of my people are apparently being enslaved and I knew not of it. So, from here, you know, from this point, shall we fight our outmost to protect those that we care about? And if we couldn't protect those that we care about, those that we can. Indeed. I agree. And it kind of reaches up to, to toast with you. To keep it those glass love, and take a drink. And those we deserve it, safe. And he taps the table and, and drinks his mug. Agreed, and I, I signaled the, um, barmaid to bring us another one in a respectful manner. She slides a couple more on your table. At this point, Onyx, you enter the tavern. You see, uh, you see Keth and Snow finishing up a toast. Is there space beside them? Yeah, there's a little bit of room. It's kind of cramped. I'll, my friend. Have a seat, and I will scoot over to make room. Alright, you kind of have to push one of the other guys. He's like, alright. But you just kind of slide him out of the way. Yeah, except I don't sit down. I perch. I perch on the bench. Alright. Are you ever going to sit like a normal person? I am sitting normally. You're the one that's weird. I don't <laughs> understand how you can deal with that pressure on your tail. It drives me insane. There's There's a slot right here. That, 
They no, that's just not right. The only time that you should ever rest your feet is when you're sleeping. I don't know. Like you, you stay to your own side. All right. I don't talk to you about how you sit. <laughs> and then I look down and see that they're all mugs. I'll be like, I gotta go get a bowl anyway. I'll be right back. I'm gonna stand up and go get a bowl. Alright. Excuse me, miss. Can I have an empty bowl, please? Um, alright. She just kind of hands you this, like, empty wooden bowl. Appreciate it. I'm gonna go back and pour the ale into the bowl. I'm going to look at Kath and be like, you know, tail and whisker problems. A lot of the lesser lesser cat folk don't have these issues, but mine are actually sensitive. Look at him say, lesser, huh? I kind of know what you're referring to, you know? And he kind of gestures to one of his tusks, you know, he's got a little bit bigger one. He's like, this one kind of gets in the way sometimes when I'm trying to eat. You know? See, yeah, and then, like, drinking out of those mugs and stuff, and I'll, like, stroke my whiskers. Like, it just rubs my whiskers the wrong way, so I use a bowl, because it's just bigger. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. Totally understand it. And I just, like, look over at uh, Snow and, like, shoulder bump him and be like, see, someone gets it, and he's not even a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you know, really empathize with the uh, other people, you know? Yeah, also, I was wondering... I'm gonna bump him back and say, see, he's taking pity on you. Alright. That's... Anyway, (laughs) there was something I wanted to ask you, Keth. Is there any way you can teach me to, like, whip whip swords in and out of the air as I, like, brandish my empty hand around? Well, if, if I'm spending some more time with you, I suppose I could show you a few techniques. It might take you a little bit to learn. And, uh, master, but, uh, you'll get there, I think. It's not too difficult. I learned it when I was a much younger man. Yeah, I had the, our, uh, our local bug lady, you know, the, the little one, the strong one, Briar. Oh, yes, I'm well acquainted. I appreciate her very much. Yeah, she was, she was teaching me how to swing these weapons. I have a, a few innate abilities, but weaponry has never been my super strong suit. I've been getting better with them, but I didn't know if there were any tips and tricks you could show me. It's, uh, it's all in the wrist, and he's just gonna start demonstrating for you a little bit. Alright. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have to sync up later for that. I'm just gonna kind of, like, look around, like, towards the door, and... Talk, like, look at the guy next to us and, like, pat him on the back like the random dude and say, hey, I got, like, five more people showing up. Is there any way that you guys could clear space? We've been out in the sticks for three, four weeks now, and they could have a nice meal. Uh, table's yours for a gold piece. All right. I hand him a gold. All right. Let's go, lads. And the four of them kind of pop up and... You know, hear one of them uh, kind of on their way out. They're like, "This is uh, this is all our drinks tomorrow," and they kind of kind of check the gold piece and bite it and put it <laughs> in his pocket. <clears throat> You've cleared enough space. Um, so I will say, out of game, if you would like to learn from Keth, he is a blade singer, so he can give you teach you how to be a wizard blade singer if you would like to learn from him. 
Okay, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not trying to multi-class, I'm just like trying to get some like rudimentary tips and tricks and stuff. Just okay. better sword play. Gotcha. Um About this point, the rest of you arrive at this place. You've kind of it's gone to pretty much night, you know, there's stars overhead. A uh, little bit of orange left in the sky as the rest of you arrive at the Deep Orc Tavern. All right, so we'll we'll catch the uh, the barmaid's attention and, and uh, signal up um, for another round. All right. Um, so for the seven of you, uh, each round would run seven silver pieces. That's a lot. Yeah, the um, I'll, uh, when when she uh, comes over, ask, uh, is this um, because of the uh, the war shortage of supplies, supply chain issues? Uh, aye, we're running off of our supply from uh, five days back. They're not sending any more shipments across the river, so uh, this is it. We got to make it last, and uh, only those who can afford it are paying for it. Uh, I'm gonna put 15 gold in her hand and say food, drinks for everybody. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I was gonna whisper towards Onox and say, "Didn't wasn't there alcohol on the boat?" I don't know, but this is here. There's grog on the boat, but it's not anymore. Money's. <laughs> I just I just look at everybody, and everybody's reluctant to spend, but I don't need as much as you people think I do. So I'll cover I'll cover this tonight. And I you just know what? I'll, I'll match. I'm going to slide 15 across, too. Then right. we're just going to look at the barmaid and say, drinks until the money's out or, we're, or we can't pick up our tankards anymore. Sound fair? All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get a, a rep for being uh, big spenders. We don't know whose eyes uh, are on us for that. I'm gonna whisper to Briar. Ah, uh, I uh, I haven't really drank, drank, and this is this is starting to freak me out. Like, do I overhear this? What? Ah, uh, don't worry, girl. What oh, happened? I'm gonna like link arms with you. Be like, you're with me tonight. <laughs> Get them a double. I trust you. I trust you. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's. Let's do it. Yeah, my, my family is like heavy drinkers. Not to mention, Feywild Ale is strong. But the dwarves come close. Mm -hmm. Anything made by dwarves comes close. It's practically fire water, you know? Alright, so all of you are drinking. Can I get everyone to give me a constitution saving throw? Um, just to point out, I'm only going to have the one drink with the pepper in it. Okay. Or the pepper You're only having the one drink, then I know, I, there's no need. <laughs> I'm just egging Keth on the whole time. Like, well, I thought, I thought big people could drink. What are you doing? Keep up. All right. So, uh, Snow and and Onox, you three note, as soon as you have, like, plied the barmaid with your additional gold pieces, the next round of drinks she brings out, much stronger. 
She has popped the good stuff for you guys. She's been giving dregs to everyone else in this establishment. It is, uh, it is good. It burns on the way down for sure. It's like, you know, it's probably like an 18% dwarven, like dark black, like mm. ale. It is, shit. it is like good shit. To clarify, is this for everyone or just Snow and Onox? Yeah, the whole the next round after you guys give her the gold, that's the round where she starts giving you guys like solid dwarven ale. I'm a seasoned alcoholic. Can I have advantage, please? <laughs> you can certainly try. Sure, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh, it ain't great, but it's better. <laughs> okay. No, no. Um, so, Onox, you are the only one that after, you know, a, a couple rounds, it's... Hold on, actually. Hold on a second. Yeah. All of you, to include Keth, it, it, everyone is starting to like slur their words. The room is spinning. It does not take very long. You know, it's like two two drinks before you guys. Is it not supposed to be spinning? <laughs> not this quick and not this fast. Can I? So, because I noticed them kind of starting to like, you know, get very very drunk. Um, and I realize how strong the drink is. Can I look around and see? Does it look like anybody's eyeing them? You know, thieves that might be willing to take advantage. Maybe the barkeep might, you know, have a couple um, pocket pickers ready. Make an insight check. Um, there's not really anybody noticing your party here specifically. Um, the place is crowded. I mean, you guys had to pay people to get out of seats, pretty much. Um, you're the only ones drinking the finer stuff that you notice. Um, but the, the barmaid is not advertising it to anyone. Like... You know, the rest of you that came in later probably wouldn't have even noticed. Specifically, Azrael and Javid, who have spent time in Torvir Deep. This is just kind of... This is a little, like, you know, a margin higher than the average that they serve in Torvir Deep. Because it's dwarves, you know. They serve good shit down um, But no, you don't really notice anyone looking at you. There's no one, like, eyeing your coin purses so to speak. Do I notice how drunk we're getting? How quickly? Make an insight check. At okay. disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> and you said there's a band? Like, are they playing? Is there is there music going on? Um, there's just some guys, you know, playing on a lute and bopping on some drums in the back. Briar, you're having a good time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Dimitri. <laughs> wow. I don't understand how I'm we didn't do this you, but... sooner. 
This gives I you know. such a, you see what you've been a good feeling. Whoa. Like, I like mean, hit me. I bet I won't even feel it. Oh, okay, okay. And then I'm just gonna like smack her across the the cheek. That's not a hit. My jaws a couple times. See, I don't even fucking feel it. This is great. Okay, okay. Now me. I'm gonna like wallop her. Right, make an attack roll. Just a just a regular attack roll. I think you are proficient, and then it's your strength mod worth of damage. Okay. So is it like okay? Wait, what are roll? Uh, it's gonna be strike. a strength, yeah, an arm strike. Okay. Boop. I think that hits. <laughs> I don't know that you need to roll damage. I think it's just a plus five. So you just wait. Like, my AC is twelve. The twelve would hit. Does that still hit? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she just like open palm, just like right on the side of the head, and your ear starts ringing. You do take. Delay or her, right? <laughs> Can I slip some water into their drinks, like to dilute it a little bit? Go ahead. That was my plan, but it's I'm gonna good. slap the water bottle out of her hand. Go ahead and make a yeah, sleight okay. of hand check to see. But how yeah, I'm, trying, I'm not doing it in the open. Do? I'm trying to be sneaky so they don't know I'm diluting their drinks. Yeah, go ahead. And how, make a pa hand. how painful really was it? I think you did five damage. So, you know. So you I, know. I felt the sting, but like, yeah, I'm recovering. Yeah, you know, she just like, you know, not like, not knocked the wind out of you, but like, stunned you for a second, and you're like. Bang your bell. Yeah, you're like, that was a slap. Dang, girl! That was good! High five! You got me. You really got me. Yeah, no, I feel that. I'm. I think I'm indestructible right now, but I did feel it. Oh, uh, if you felt it, you gotta drink more. I'm gonna like <laughs> push your drink into her hand. This is shaping up to be the France port call we had. Yeah. I'm going to put the drink against my stinging cheek, um, and then take a sip. It's cold. Yeah, very cold. Well, the, the you know the. Um... Uh, they, they're, um, the mugs are, um, they're, they're definitely breakable, if you should so choose. Uh, they are clay-fired pottery. Do I need, do I know any, like, Dwarvish or other like bar chant songs. Go ahead, give me a performance check. I'll give you advantage. Yeah, I'm trying to fire one of those up. So no Dwarvish. So can I help him out? Double advantage. <laughs> I will let Snow make your own roll. So Sweet. you Snow, you can make a roll, and then Onyx, you can make a roll. You two, just drunk as fuck, launch into this, like, slurring, 
uh, you know, just off-key, poorly translated, like, almost incomprehensible dwarvish drinking song. Uh, a couple people around you, like, kind of pick up on what you're trying to sing, and they, like, toss in a couple words here or there. But as you guys are doing it, you lose the tempo, and, like, the, the everyone around you is kind of lost, so they stop singing for a second. And you wrap up the song. The two of you are just ecstatic, elated with your uh, beautiful, you know, song for the rest of the, the, the party. The, uh... Everyone kind of goes back into their their conversation and their while they're, while they're singing, um, I'd like to and take advantage of the loudness of everything. I'm going to drunkenly lean over to Briar, be like, "Okay, you seem like somebody I can trust with this information. Just in case you didn't know, and sh- it's a it's a secret. It's a secret. Nobody can know. Can can I trust you?" Oh, uh... Oh, fuck it, yeah. Okay, what's up? <laughs> I'm gonna, like, look around all paranoid, make sure no one's listening. Lean in real close. Actually, oh yeah, I just remembered. I can tell it to your head. So, Briar. Wait, wait, wait. Is this about you having a thing for, uh, Azrael? Because I already knew that. What do you mean? What do you mean the thing? Listen, listen. And like, we're talking in brain, like in each other's brains at this point. Like, I'm a, I'm a necromancer. But shh, nobody can know. I say out loud, like, are you like, girl, no judgment. Are you like, into dead folks? <laughs> Not into, into, like, I'm still a virgin. Oh my god. So they're not into them like that. <laughs> but like, they're fascinating. They're just absolutely like fascinating. Fascinating, wink wink. Or like. Scientifically. Sci- like, there's this, this, the carcass that I could, the things that I could do, if I could just learn, <laughs> we could use them as weapons. What? Weapons. Like, you want to toss them? I want to punch people with them. I don't understand, man. <laughs> you take it because it's not being used. You pick it up. You do a little bit of some makeup stuff because people get really freaked out by dead people for some reason. I don't get it. I yeah, don't no, I, get, I it. get it. I get it. They want to bury them. They want to put little gold coins on their eyeballs and bury the money. Just, just take it, use it as a tool, and and punch people with them. Why not? I could punch folks with but like I don't think I understand how how would I punch them with it would I like pick them up and smack them like no 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 no, no. <laughs> you make them undead oh that's and then mm. you tell them punch somebody and then they do it man they do it have you seen this Maybe. What? Where? I can't say. I can't say, but I'm gonna do it one day. 
I, I, I'm gonna punch people with a dead body one day and it's going to be righteous. Alright, girl, just like warn a bitch before you start smacking folks with dead folks. Oh, oh, speaking of, so, so, just because we're, we're buds now, if you die, can I punch people with your carcass? Uh, <laughs> no. Hard pass. Is she yeah, actually saying this in her mind, or is she drunkenly thinks she is? Oh, hold on, I, I'm actually gonna check on that. I know that Demetari is saying this in their, her mind, but I want to make sure that, that it doesn't appear that Briar is just having a one-sided conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what did you say? You're not gonna be using it. What's what's the problem? You're gonna be moved on <laughs> to the next life. You're just gonna be leaving it there to rot. Might as well. You are pretty strong. I could probably okay. punch a lot of people with you. To the rest of it's, you, it's an honor. Because of how drunk they are, it's just Dimitari and Briar just. <laughs> like they're like other. wobbling like yeah like kind of they're like their heads are in tandem kind of swaying back and forth uh they've just been staring at each other easily 15 minutes that's like the that's, rest of you are engaged in so, conversations you are even as drunk as we are do we notice this make a perception check at hold on at disadvantage. Um, those of you who have become drunk by the uh, the uh, dwarven ale, you are technically poisoned. I'm, uh, you know, terrible at, uh, you know, singing, but I am very perceptive when shit housed. You, you probably do notice that the two of them have just been locked in, like, almost a staring contest with each other. I'm gonna look back and forth, like, you know, a couple times and, like, what the fuck is wrong with you two? Out loud, I'm gonna throw my arm around Briar. We're close friends, okay? We don't have to explain ourselves to you. Hold and I'm kind of like trying to figure trying out. To catch no, no, judgment. Over. no judgment. No I'd, judgment. I'd be totally I'm into that too. Like, I'm gonna look him in the eyes and be like, "Hey, uh, what do you think happens to us after we die?" I'm gonna say, "Who gives a shit, right?" And pour more alcohol in her in her cup. So while while this is going on, can I have like removed their cups and like kind of a, like stealthily kind of. I'm sorry, but I'm probably holding mine. I'm like the least shit housed, and I'm preventing this with every fiber of my being. Um, honest, preventing I what? Get a perception check from you. You do not notice. Asriel has been slowly filling cups with water <laughs> and like swapping things out so that everyone is is not quite as drunk as they could be. 
Uh, very, you know, she waits for someone to, like, have their cup in front of them, and they look to one side, and then she's just like, water. <laughs> Such still. I'm gonna start filling Asriel's cup with alcohol. Well, I only had the one drink, and then I stopped drinking, because I've drinking Dorbin L before, and I know how strong it is. You fell in her water cup with alcohol. But if she's sober, surely she would notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like would, the perception she would of... definitely notice. It's pretty obvious. This shit burns. Getting kind of hungry. They're bringing you guys Arthur. out like bread um, and, and soup. It's just this like, it's kind of a hearty mushroom soup. It's all they have. As that that oh. they're bringing you out, they're they're kind of running on, you know, rations pretty much. Israel, hey, hey, yeah. We saw that pouch. Yeah. And then, and then I uphold it, right? and then I start putting some in a drink. We need to like spice this shit up. No, that's the uh, the soup. Spice up the soup. The oh. mushrooms are really bland. I'll start just like spreading it across all the food. Is it, is it going to be cayenne, or is it? Are you giving us uh, very, very things? spicy, nearly ghost ghost pepper? I'm going to take like. Everything already burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take like a tear off my bread, but then I'm going to give the rest of the bread and a soup to someone who looks like they need it in the place. Like, I ordered it, but I'm gonna, like, turn around and give it to someone who looks like they're dying. Um, the people that are in this establishment are all a little bit wealthier and, like, have some money to their name. They're not the destitute people that have, like, lost everything on the street. They they have they can afford to pay for food and drinks, essentially. I'd walk outside and give it to someone like that, then. Okay. Oh, is this the part of the night where we start drunkenly stumbling across the street giving money away? Do you I'm going to walk outside and like kind of like stumble and like see some old lady and be like, hey! She runs. She just like, you know, deer in the headlights freezes as this like muscular Leonin just shouts at her. Hey! <laughs> you! Soup for you. <laughs> I got soup for you. Soup and bread. Alright. She just kind of like tentatively takes it and like a bite of it and kind of slowly scoots away from you yeah she like walks off i'm gonna like stop in the doorway and think like i hope that spice doesn't kill her (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna walk in anyway all right kind of you know he's he's getting pretty drunk as well he's uh, so, um, how did all of you end up being, uh, uh, traveling companions? You know, what was the story there? Well, we kind of just bumped into each other, I guess. Oh, my, my, uh, my handler at the Fortune Hunters, uh, bless his soul, I hope he's alright. Um, 
said, uh, round up a, a crew. I got a commission for you. Uh, so, uh, that Azrael, Azrael, we, we gotta, we gotta get some folks. So we went around and, uh, you know, the, found some likely, likely candidates looked like they could handle themselves. You know, look for some strength, look for some ability to handle the arms and uh, not get frightened if uh, something pops up out of the out of the woods at us. What a story. I like to hear it. You know, I, I just sort of ended up here because there was, you know, personal t tragedy and all that. Not fun. Not fun. Um, Wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I mean, you, you got uh, captured, so, you know, that wasn't oh, your choice, right? That was because I hunted him, you know. I, I hunted that piece of shit for years. Oh, so he went looking for trouble. Oh, yeah. I was going to kill him. You know, thank you to you guys, really. And he, like, slaps you, like, Briar and, and Javid on the back. He's like, I was going to kill that guy. But you guys got him first. We it's did. It's okay, you know. No, you were, you were in on. We couldn't have done it without you. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm upset. Not I'm not And upset. be like, we did it all together. We did do it all uh, together. And uh, he uh, raises his cup. Yeah, and... He saved our ass, man. We definitely would have died, like, three times. Tops. You know. At Mammal, I mean. It was all worth it, you know. I made my, you know, for my wife and all of my kids that that dude murdered, you know. I, to them, whatever. Oh shit! Yeah, but you know we're gonna see him again because that fucker went off to the hells to recharge and he's, I'm sorry, he's gonna what? come back. Yeah, I'm sorry, what? you know, he's a he's a demon or a devil or something, right? He's a he's a what? Yeah, you know, you saw it. No, I did not. Yeah, yeah. I you you saw the 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 state of the the cabin. Yeah, you were there. I was not. Didn't see any of that, actually. So, uh, and his oh, body. You so you saw his body poofed off, right? So you're telling me that that you know my multi-year arc to avenge the death of my wife and children. I actually achieved nothing. It was all a waste. That's what you're telling me right now. We, 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 we knocked him back a bit. He's, he's an immortal demon or some such. So I've actually achieved nothing. I'm further from my goal because he's off in hell or whatever doing his thing. And I'm actually further back from where I started because I don't even know where he is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my arm around him. I'm going to be like, that's not true at all, man. We fucking hit him back to hell and we're going to fucking kill him again. I'm going to clink his glass. Okay, give me a uh, pers persuasion check. And noticing that this is going But he down should have. Is this an advantage? Sure. What? Like, uh, noticing this is drunk, going right? so fast. Yeah. I am much more persuasive when I am drunk. I will call it a straight roll, so you get an 18. I would like to take advantage of the low moment, turn around in my chair, try to, like, take my disguise kit out and do, like, the the nose, like, the funky glasses, the things that you would typically see. Um, Big nose, the glasses and, with the yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, with the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then try to, like, turn around and and, and, <laughs> and make this more upbeat again. Hold on, you're trying to be who? Like make that disguise yeah. that all the kids wore with the glasses the, the, and the, the marks. Okay. 
you you're you're putting on a Groucho Marx disguise. Um, yeah. He kind of you know just know he's like yeah, you're you're right you know we got him. Yeah, we definitely got him. Yeah, I'm just uh, you know fuck that dude. We killed him. We sent him back to hell. Yeah, I'm sure it sucks down there for him. Whatever. I don't know anything about that. Oh, Kef, I did. I did want to give you this, by the way, and I hold out his nose ring. It's like iron nose ring. Oh, I'm not really one for you know trophies or whatever. Come on, You're souvenir. welcome to that. Uh, nah. You know, I just want to kind of get past this and, and grow as a person, and, and kinda... <laughs> you know, this will. Ha- this will. Ha- is so this- good of you to say. I'm just, I'm just so proud of your progress. I mean, I guess I got this, and I just pull his whole skull out of my backpack. Oh my god, what is even that? I was gonna use it, but I mean, if you want it, you can have it. This is oh, your no. like lifelong quest. You're the ones that killed him, you know. I- lifelong it was like it was like 18 months you know let's be reasonable about this one and he, he kind of looks over at Demitar. he's like oh my gosh you look like uh you know um uh, uh grumpus marxos he's a he was a comedian <laughs> from our village <laughs> that's a good impression of him i like it oh dang it Struggling. Ooh. Wait, loser? Yep. I don't know. Okay, after riding the struggle bus, I'm going to like twist the little mustache. Thank you. Just like Grumpus marks us. It's an excellent impression. <laughs> And she doesn't even know you're Grumpus Marcus. You don't know him? You're missing out. Ooh, can you give us a, a an example of his comedy? We could all use a little laugh right now, and then I'm going to impersonation the, the disguise, and I'm going to like try to stretch up and put it on his face. Uh, you know... I was never the best impressionist, you know, I just, you know, you've already done much better than I ever could by, you, you know, doing... Quit your yammering and just do it! Don't be so Let's do it. Oh. I'm gonna stand up on the table and be like... Attention to the tavern, to the comedy stylings of Grumpus Marcus. And I'm going to use control flames to dim half the lights and then brighten up lights around him to kind of like pseudo make a spotlight. I feel obligated to let you know that he rolled a three. Yeah, that's fine. I don't that's care. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> that's actually perfect. <laughs> okay. This is the Trans-Siberian Orchestra to us. He, he kind of... Uh, launches into this vaguely funny impression of someone, and it's mostly him being like, uh, uh, "All right, um, all right." There's one joke that goes, um, 
Ugh. You know, and then, um, and then he does like this, and, and, <coughs> uh, and he's like trying to tell the jokes while simultaneously laughing at himself. <laughs> and it's just like not working, and some of the surrounding tables are like perfection. Yeah, we're like falling out of That's our chairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about it. I'm about it. We're all like cheering him on. He has a good time, you know. That's the important part. You know what? You should keep that. That looks great on you. All right, thank you. Uh, it's getting kind of late. Yeah, you're staying with us on the boat, right? And I heard there. I heard tell there's no rooms here, so unless you're sleeping in the street. I'll stay on the boat with the rest yeah. of you. It uh, sounds like a good deal, I think. Bond yeah. your family now. Ugh. I'm gonna go shake out the other tail, if you know what I'm saying, and then we're gonna we're gonna make our way. I'm going to go up to the bartender and see about getting some cash sent to the boat. Actually, uh, you know what? I, I owe you guys on this one. I'm going to take care of that. You get, you guys head on ahead. Absolutely um, not. We already paid. Come on. No, no. I don't need to. I, well, I mean, I don't need to pay for it. I'm just going to make sure it gets done. And uh, I'll see to it that uh, a couple of the, I don't know, the tavern employees or something follow along with me. and uh, I, you're, you're good, man. Friends stick together. Uh, I mean, what, it, what it, it might be it might be all right, but you know, if we don't have each other's backs, then who's got our backs? What am I gonna be? You know, three minutes behind you. You don't need to worry about it. Yeah, you'll I, be able to see you, me. You, That's you don't. Be. You you don't know, man. Just keep going. And he just kind of stands up and kind of yeah. stumbles over to the bar, and he starts talking to the bar barkeep. I'm staying with him anyway. Mm -hmm. And wait, <laughs> wait for her. Onyx to finish shaking the lizard. Alright. I'm just gonna head to the boat. I I said I was I, I was peeing and then I was going to the boat, so I just like I think you guys are right behind me. Okay. I'm still linked arms with Dimitari, but I'm flying, so I'm like going up and down and like swerving and shit. <laughs> linked arms with them. Just shit house and flying. <laughs> And I'm like, she, she can't water. quite keep up with you, so you you sometimes just spin around in circles. Yeah. Oh, if that's the case, I'm yakking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like accidentally oh, no, no, no. a couple times, and then still flying for a second. So, who is in the group that leaves now, and who's in the group that leaves later? So I'm now. Later. Yeah. I think we're leaving yeah. now. I think yeah, Snow's no. the only one that's staying behind. Snow and Kev. What's Azrael doing? She's the only one who's actually sober. Um, uh, I'm... Actually, let me make sure. Hold on, I think there are more people. I only had um, Snow and Javid that uh, missed the uh, constitution save, right? Uh, well, I didn't drunk drink enough people, to need... Drunk people are Briar, Demetari, Snow, Javid... I thought it was just everyone but Azriel and Onyx. I mean, Onyx yeah. is probably still tipsy, and Azriel, I mean, did drink, so it's not like she's completely sober. But Onyx is buzzed. You know, he he knows what he's drinking. This is a, a common fare from the uh, the the like brawl room that he used to visit. Um, I 
don't see a roll. Who am I missing? So I didn't roll because you told me I didn't have to because okay. I only had one drink. Hmm. Which I imagine well, is I because see, she's. I see two snows, which is what's throwing me off. I see Briar, Onox, Nematari, Snow. Okay, so that's all of you. Onox is the only one who passed the save. Everyone else is drunk. Got it. I'm not drunk. You're drunk. All right. The rest of you kind of stumble out of this tavern onto the city streets. It's mostly well illuminated. Uh, little kind of flickering orange torch light. Uh, just like kind of flowing over these like crowds of little people. You can see there's like small candles that are lit. Groups of people are like setting very small little campfires for them to kind of warm themselves on. Um, but you guys kind of start weaving your way on the city streets towards your vet. Excuse me. Being sober enough, I'm going to keep my hand on my gold. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye out for for um, pocket pickers, thieves, anybody who looks up to mischief. All right. The five of you kind of wind your way through the streets, trying to stick, you know, your conscious of people who might try to pick your pockets, trying to stick towards places that are a little less populated, not where you have to bump into someone in order to pass through. Kind of turn one corner, turn another, kind of moving expeditiously down a small alleyway between two buildings. On a trio of these kind of dangerous looking thugs step out into the alleyway. Gonna give you a. The leader looks at your party up and down. He's. Alright. Don't do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna just like Don't stare uh, and just be like kind of shaking my head. Just like, mm mm. Tonight's not the night, bud. Go shake down someone else. Don't do it. Me and Dintari just singing songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> Along to your right, down another alley, you see three other guys going to step out from a stoop standing in the alley next to you. And behind you, three more guys step out into the alley. The All right, fine. The leader kind of tosses a dagger and he's like, I, we're going to let this one be easy. Just uh, drop your pockets out on the ground, and uh, that's the end of Before it. he even finishes talking, can I, like, run up and grab the dagger? All right. I need all of you to roll for initiative. Uh, but while we're doing that, I think this, because we've been playing for two and a half hours, is a good spot for a break. Yeah. So I, I am not rolling, right? Yes, it would not be you. So you and Keth are a little bit behind. I'm going to give you guys, because Keth said he was going to be close. I'm going to give you probably a round or two to catch up, is how we're going to do it. Got it. Word. Okay, so, hold on. I'm going to open up the map for you guys to look at. Nah, it's due last second. We're all shithouse. No. <laughs> Alright, so can everyone see the map? Yep. Yep. Okay. And we're going to go ahead and roll for initiative, and then we'll be back.
Um, Alright. Like we had to... Let's go, everybody. We are talking. Here. Excuse me. Nope. <laughs> Not anymore. Dimitari, did you roll for an issue? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I don't see it. Did you roll before he put the map it's on? It's showing up on the forge on I... my end. It's like a nine. Dimitari got a nine. Do Dimitari and myself uh, know what's happening currently? So, for everyone, with the exception of Onox and Azreel, you are all poisoned. So, I actually think technically, we're not going to go back and do it. I technically think that you should have rolled disadvantage on your initiative check. But we're not going to go back and do that, mostly because I think that would be really confusing and difficult to do on this. But you have disadvantage on all ability checks and all attack rolls. Okay. Alright. So do uh, Dimitari and myself understand what's happening? You know that people have just shown up and are, like, saying things to you guys. It, it would be probably pretty obvious that there is a um, an element of danger to the situation you find yourselves in currently. They're being really mean. Okay. I'm going to crack my neck and be like, yeah. all right, yeah. I can they go for a second. All right. Javid, it is your turn. Well, so you always go first. I don't know about always, but yeah. Anyway, I'm going to draw my bow and stick one in that uh, guy that was tossing the dagger because he's a mouthy dude and I don't like him. No. Uh, and some. Whoop. Having a little trouble with. Oh, here we go. All right. And um, we're going to um, call him our favored foe. So we're going to. Slap a little bit extra on that. I assume a 17 hits. Am I? It does. Am I coming through? Okay. So that. And because uh, this is my first go around, I'm going to. Hit him again. All right. That hits as well. Holy shit. What is that? Uh, 22 damage total. Right. And um, let's see. First time. All right, and because I've got two attacks, I'm going to do it a third time. Uh, 
and uh, yeah. Two arrows just kind of like thunk, thunk, graze him in the shoulder. He's like, ah, mm. part these idiots with their coin. And he gestures, and the rest of the thugs kind of begin moving into position. Uh, Javid is at the end of your. It is. Onyx, it is your turn. You still have the game paused, Liam. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna step up and do Daunting Roar in these guys' faces. Okay. That's a whiz save of 13 for all three. The two underlings are terrible. Uh, and then I'm going to use a shove attack to knock the leader prone. Okay. But the dice hate me. I'm just curious how that works. Uh, so shoves are knock prone is just a roll to hit against their AC. Grapples are contested strength rolls. That does not hit. You kind of like reach out towards him and you see he's like drawing this little kind of cutlass. I just look at him and I say, I'm telling you, this isn't worth it. He looks you up and down with your gilded breastplate and says, Oh, I'm sure it is. All right. Briar, it's your turn. You know you're under attack. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to go and just rage. Fuck it. Let's scrap. So, rage. Where it is. Jellyfish bombs. Jellyfish bombs. I hope so, man. That's <laughs> so far. Um, I'm gonna... Um, which way were we walking? This direction? To the right. Oh, this direction. Okay, so I'm gonna fly over right here. I'm just gonna whack this guy twice. And jellyfish bomb, hopefully. Let's see. Did you roll for your rage? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Plus one to AC. From and everyone within 10 feet of you also has a plus one to AC. That was kind of cool. Um, neat. Okay. Yeah, did you, did you rage before you moved? Yeah. Alright. Okay. 
two of these babies. Oh man, I meant to do the other, but it's alright. Oh, ha, this one first. Sorry. Alright, both of those hit. Are you attacking two handed? Um, yeah, I meant to. Okay. That is 26 total. Okay. He is badly injured, but still standing. <laughs> He's an idiot. That's what he is. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Another bandit's gonna come up behind Brian. Oh, wait. I'm poisoned. Did we do the... the... Disadvantage I, that's true. I do need you to roll with disadvantage. Not bad. Okay, redo. Um, just go ahead and roll two more times for your two attacks. Okay, for attack? Yeah. Okay. Those both miss, in fact. Okay, there you go. You, like, sloppily swing your battle axe at him, and he kind of ducks out of the way and just kind of, Ah, take out these drunkards! Imagine in, like, uh, Briar's oh, mind, man, she, like, totally, game. like, hit him, and, oh, like, yeah. he's on bleeding, but, like, in reality, he's totally fine. Yeah, he barely noticed, and Briar's like, I hit the fuck out of him! <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sticking with the first one. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> and I'm, like, shining brightly, apparently. Alright. The one comes up behind you, Briar, and he hits you for six slashing damage, which is three because you are raging. Okay. Uh, the other one is going to move up behind Azri. And he just like whips his scimitar at you and you just kind of easily dodge to one side. He just like you know, like a foot of space between you and his blade. Barely. He doesn't even come close. Hold on. So those guys are afraid of you, right, Onyx? Yes. Okay, they cannot move. Shit. Okay. One of them's over there. One of them's over there. They're both going to make attacks against... They also have disadvantage. They do. One of them does hit for five slashing damage, which is two. But the other t one is just kind of like through the air towards you. How is this alleyway lit, by the way? Dimly. Um, I was going to say that I figured Briar would have her little um, drift globe active. So she is currently throwing off a bunch of light. But okay. otherwise it's dimly lit.
one of them is going to move up behind Azrael and make some attacks with his. The other one moves up to Azrael, making some attacks with his mace. Whoop. One of them hits Azrael for eight bludgeoning damage. The other one misses both strikes against Demetari. As she's kind of just like drunkenly swaying, he just like. You can like feel the wind move as the mace moves near your body, and you're like. The other one's going to move up behind Onyx and Flame. One of those hits for three bludgeoning damage. Shield! Uh, you have a 17 AC plus 5, gets you to a 22. 23, because I'm within 10 feet of Briar. I have used Whoa. a 16 AC... Plus one gets you to a 17. No, I'm a 17 AC. Plus one gets me to an 18. Okay. Alright, you're, you're a little... It was my fighter class. It, I took armored, which gives me plus one to AC if I'm wearing armor. Got it. Uh, it does still hit, though. He rolled a 23. Uh, but it's for three bludgeoning damage. Yep, got it. The other one is going to strike at Javi. One of them connects for five bludgeoning damage. They're rolling really bad. Asriel, it's your turn. You're surrounded by these, like, back alley thugs. Alright, so without a word, I just kind of like, I take my finger and kind of like shake it as in like, no, no, no. And then I do a Kai release, so all, all of this like dark, radiant energy just comes out and it hits all three of them. Alright. Is that a save on their part? Did yes. Did DC-15 con save? Yeah, exactly. Alright, two thugs and one thing. And there's no half damage, so if they save, they save. One of the thugs succeeds, the rest of them do not. Holy sh The bandit who was behind you just like this blast of necrotic, or I should say radiant. It's dark radiant is what I call it. Okay, this blast of radiant energy like overwhelms him and it just collapses in a heap next to you. Okay, then I, I'm going to do a bonus action uh, patient defense and take the dodge action. Okay. And I'll just kind of like stare at the other guys. 
Demetari, it is your turn. I'm gonna look at the guy that missed me and <laughs> I'm indestructible! And I am going to cast Toll the Dead on him, which I am assuming is the one that missed. It is. And that is on a ranged spell attack, so you don't have to get it here, so. Yeah, it's like a wisdom save. Nice. Alright, go ahead and roll for it. Is it still 1d12 for you? Because you're 5th level, so isn't it upgraded some point? Thank you, it's 2d12, I'm gonna roll again. Okay. I'm drunk, how, how could I have known? <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna say that's a 10 and a 9, so 19 damage. You just like, oh. you kind oh, of wait. like twist your hand in front of him, and his head just like racks, and he collapses. That was 2d12 that I rolled the second time. Yeah, I see it. I, you rolled a oh, 10 okay. and 9 and a 3, so I'm counting the 10 and the 9. Oh, gotcha. All right, thanks. Uh, he only had 15 hit points left, so he dies. I'm cheering. Yeah, you watch this dude just die in front of you. Yeah, Ooh, we gonna get you guys! And then that's the end of my turn. The leader of the back alley thugs is like, You're gonna pay for that! And he's gonna swing at Onox. Now that he's drawn his scimitar and he had the dagger out already, he is ready to start slashing. I think I said it was a cutlass. It's somewhere in between those. You said two. cutlass. Whatever. Damn. You have shielded, right, Onox? So your AC is 23? Yeah, my AC is 23. All three attacks just like. One of them, it like explodes off of, like it goes through the armor almost and like is deflected off your shield the other two you can tell are blocked by the like magic energy surrounding you uh, that is the end of his turn Javid it is yours alright well I've still got my eye on that guy even though there's a couple of yahoos next to me which would normally throw off my aim, but I'm already seeing double. So what's quadruple? I'm going to fire at uh, the, the first guy. The, the leader? The leader. Okay. And uh, it'd be cool if this... You All like right. you like tr draw your longbow back and like pfft, try to fire it over Onyx's shoulder, and the leader kind of ducks out of the way and just like sails into the alley. Uh, 
Hmm. Alright, well, I'm going to fire again because fuck him. Same result. He's like, just kind of kind of gives this like snarling growl at you before like leveling himself up at Onyx again, ready to strike. That's it for me. Onyx, it is your turn. What kind of armor is he wearing? Studded leather. So a burgundy. Okay, so not made of metal. No. Okay, I'm going to try to cast Shocking Grasp on him, standing in front of me. Okay. Is that a spell attack? Yes. Okay, just make sure. But it was a miserable fail. You kind of like you, between your fingers. There's this like arc of electricity, and you reach out towards him, and he like whap on the back of your hand and like knocks it away from him. Is that the end of your turn? No, I'm trying to. Okay, yeah. Uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to cast Shadow Blade. So I'm going to uh, reach into the shadows and pull my blade made of smoke and darkness. And then I'm going to use my action surge and try to hit him with it. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. Did Keth not come with us? He is back a little ways. He'll be catching up to you in a second. Oh, right, right, right. That hit. Your blade just kind of like through the air and kind of like cleaves into his shoulder and he lets out this growl. So, specifically, my Shadow Blade does it's all psychic damage, so it doesn't actually leave physical marks, correct? Yeah. Perfect. Briar, it's your turn. Take two. We're gonna attempt to hit... Um... This guy... And this guy. Alright, roll with disadvantage. Okay. Those hit, roll for damage on both of them. Alright. Did I roll for two or just one? Both, they both hit. Okay. Wait, uh, I clicked. I only see two attack rolls. I don't see any damage. Uh, yeah, the, the damage didn't go through. It's six on one. Is that only the one showing? Okay, well, I'll, I'll do it again. Boop. And again for six. I don't know why it does that sometimes, but there you go. Okay. 
You kind of twirl around from the leader, and like your battle axe cuts through the air and just like cleaves the torso of one of the bandits, and he just drops dead in front of you. The other one, you just like drop your axe down into him, and he's just like, like <sighs> bleeding and like cut across his chest. Glance over at the leader and be like, I'm coming for you next. Like, smiling. He looks a little concerned. Alright, uh, if that's the end of your turn, it is the bandit's turn. The one who is still afraid of Onox is going to... That, in that ended at the top of my turn. It only lasts for one round. Gotcha. I, I realized that I've been messing that up when I read it again today. It's like buried at the bottom of the litany. Alright, he's gonna move there. Actually, no, he's gonna stay there. Because that's how to go. The two of them making attacks against Briar, whose AC is 17. One of them connects for seven slashing damage, which would be three, because you're raging. Alright, the other one. This thug is going to move there. Closer. He's going to make one attack against as. One against Dimitari, and the other one is going to make two against Onyx. Your AC is 18, correct, Azriel? That's correct. You take three bludgeoning damage as you kind of just like, just barely duck out of the way. It like raises you almost. The other strike cuts back up towards Dimitari, and you're just like barely beyond the edge of it, taking no damage. The other two, one of them connects against Onyx. You take eight bludgeoning damage. The next one does not hit. You can tell with like the magical aura of Briar that it just like barely glances off of you. You just move out of the way just barely. Uh, Azra. Alright, I'm gonna reach out and touch the one in front of me and cast Inflict Wounds. Alright. That's good. It's a melee range or a melee attack. So he'll he'll take like just a straight narcotic energy just like infuses into his brain or in his to his veins and I and I scream out, This is not a fight you will win. If you want to live, you will drop your weapons and leave. And he just kinda of like you can watch you like grab him by the wrist and this his like veins turn black and like pulse up his arm and he like lets out this shout. Alright. <laughs> Um, all right, then I'll do bonus action patient defense again, so I'll take the dodge action. Okay. 
Dimitarites are. Still thinking I'm indestructible. I'm going to look at the guy that's closest to me and cast Tasha's Mind Whip um, while making the whip noise because I'm just having fun at this point. And um, he can't take a reaction until the end of its next turn, and then he has to choose whether he gets a move in action or a bonus action. Alright. You can tell that, like, just, like, this, like, magical energy striking him from multiple fronts is not what he expected out of this fight. He, his eyes go wide, and he's kind of looking between the two of you with, like, fear in his eyes. Uh, is that the end of your turn, Divitar? Yes, it is. Alright. The leader is going to make two more attacks against Onox. Actually, three attacks. And uh, your AC of 18. The first scimitar strike catches you in the shoulder for nine slashing damage. Shield! Alright. It just like blasts out of the way at the like last microsecond as it would have struck you. The next attack cuts in and just like glances off of your shield. And the third attack, you just easily parry out of the way. The leader turning. This isn't worth it! And he starts running. Absolutely not. I'm grappling him. Alright. Um, can you wrap? I don't grapple think you can grapple a... outside of your turn. So he <laughs> is moving out of your reach, so you will be able to make... A... You can make an opportunity attack, which is the attack action. Grappling is, is a special attack. It is not an attack action. An opportunity attack is a reaction. Can I opportunity attack him? Uh, not yet. So Onyx is going to make an opportunity attack. We'll see what oh. happens. And then he's going to move out of your reach, and then you'll be able to make it. Yeah, it's got to be a melee attack. Correct. But she's they're both using... So, Onyx, go ahead and give me a uh, an opportunity attack. So you're saying that I can't grapple him or try only, to shove him? You can only grapple as part of your turn. You can't do special attacks as an opportunity attack. Correct. Uh, 
Uh, Bright, go ahead and also make an attack. Because I'm a, he's probably not gonna. So that does it. <coughs> go ahead and roll for damage. Onyx. He's looking badly injured. Your, like, blade kind of grazes his back. Ugh. As he's, like, kind of starting to turn tail and run. Uh, Briar, go ahead and make an attack. That hits as well. Go ahead and roll. It's not sending again, but it's 10. He is looking very injured. He's kind of limping almost as he flees. He shouts back in the alley, Get out of there! It's not worth it! And the rest of his allies, kind of, their eyes start darting back and forth. Uh, Javid, it's your turn. Alright. Well, he's Wait, fleeing, hold. but... Hold on. Hmm? Onyx, you would not have able, been able to make an opportunity attack because you shielded. That was your reaction. Oh, true statement. Yeah. So... I got him on good time. So, he does still look quite injured, um, but he gets five hit points. Uh, so, Javid, it is your turn. Alright. Well, normally I would uh, let it go, but I'm drunk and, and injured, and I'm pissed off that we got jumped. So, I'm going to go ahead and shoot him. No. I'm going to try again. You're shooting at the, uh, the leader. Uh, yeah. yeah. I am doing so well. You kind of take a couple pot shots at him, like one of them thunk, sticks out of the little cart that's next to him as he moves out of the alley. The other one just whoosh, sails over your shoulder into the distance. You're someone out there. Uh, right. You hear someone kind of far away go, ah! I'll... <laughs> Little, uh, what, what is it called? The Willem screen? Uh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> all right, and, and I'm going to uh, say to the, to the team, all right, close ranks! And I'm going to move. All right, that thug is going to make an opportunity. Oh, shit. I didn't think no, he I gets a chance to. He can't. You're right. That's right. Smart. Okay. That's my turn. Onyx, it's your turn. The leader is fleeing away. Oh. I'm tackling him. Alright. Let's go ahead and make a melee attack. You try to grab him and he kind of shoves you back.
Go ahead and make another attack. I believe you have another. No, I've only got the one right now. Uh, I am trying to. I am trying to do something else, though. Is that the end of your turn, or are you doing something else? Nope. Eh, fuck it. I'm gonna kill him. Uh, I'm gonna use two sorcery points to quicken spell and cast magic missile. You just like as you try to grab him, he kind of shoves you back. You like put your hand forward and just three blasts strike him in the back. His eyes just go kind of glaze over for a second and he collapses. Yeah, we're not done. I still got plans for this motherfucker. Alright. Briar, it is your turn. So I turn my focus to the other, and I say, I guess that leaves you two. And then I'm gonna hit both of them. Alright, roll disadvantage on the two bandits that are still next. Both of those connect, so go ahead and roll damage. Two quick swipes with a battle axe, and both of them drop dead. I still have movement, so I'm gonna go towards the rest of my friends. Gives you a bonus action? Well, it's not like you have a hand axe attack as a bonus action. Um, I think you attacked with both hands with your battle axe and killed those two bandits. So you probably would not get the hand axe attack. Okay, that's cool. I'm done. Alright. Alright. Thug number one, the one who has been Tasha's mind whipped, is going to move, move, and he is leaving Briar's reach. So if you'd like to make an opportunity attack with him, go ahead. But of course, mm -hmm. Briar's and Demetar's. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, couldn't I? I think it specifies a melee weapon attack, a melee weapon attack. But let me check. I I mean I I do have a dagger. 
Are you holding it? Okay, I guess reasonably not, but it's, can I punch him? Let me make sure that I'm not totally... I normally <laughs> always have the dagger equipped, but being realistic, mm -hmm. having come from the tavern and being drunk, I would say that okay, I Okay, so you can punch him. Already. Go for it. It says it is just a melee attack, so you can... I'd like to punch him in the stomach. That's a disadvantage, huh? It sure is. Go ahead and roll for it. Whiff. You just kind of... At the air as he, like, kind of ducks out of your way. And then Briar's battle axe just... Into the air, right where he was standing a second ago. And Azrael, go ahead and make an attack. Uh, I'm just gonna let him run by. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna punch him. I'm just gonna let him run away. Got it. That's as far as he can get. Next one, five. He's gonna run around you, Azrael. If you want to make an opportunity to attack against that one. I'm gonna let them all run away because okay. she doesn't think that they're evil. They're just opportunists. So. Alright, the other one is leaving your reach, uh, Javid. I do not have a melee weapon. Um, you do not need... <laughs> I clarified. It's just a melee attack. Oh. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to let him go. Can I shout after them? Sure. Tell your buddies they don't want to mess with us and I'm going to like beat my chest. <laughs> okay, so are we like out of initiative? Uh, so if you guys aren't chasing them, then yes, we are out of initiative. The rest um, of the like kind of back alley thugs going to beat feet out of, out of the area. Uh, Snow and Keth, you guys round a corner. Keth has got a, a, a keg thrown over his shoulder. And as you guys do, these like two kind of burly guys, like blood kind of across their chest, they look like they've been messed up a little bit, kind of <clears throat> out of the way. And they like kind of dodge around you and like, run down the alley. And you're just, what was that? I'm going to pop yeah. the cork. I'm going to pop the cork on the healing draught and I'm going to give it to the leader and bring him back. Uh. Because technically you would have dropped unconscious, right? No, he well, probably would have killed him, right? Technically, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, you, you didn't. You I didn't mean, that's call you can't call non-lethal damage, but it's just normally assume that like enemies just die, but technically they go through the same unconscious phases. So technically enemies just perish unless you specify that you are doing non-lethal damage with a melee weapon but sure if you want to bring him back we can you can spend a healing draft to do it yeah that's what i want to do i want to use my healing draft and bring him back you kind of roll him over and like shove it down his throat and he <coughs> uh, 
<sighs> looks up at you. And as soon as he takes a breath, I'm going to grab him by the throat and then slam him at the base of the cart that he's sitting right next to. And, like, sitting uh, up looking at me, and I'm going to squat in front of him. He's just kind of, like, leaning up against it, looking at you. He's still got, like, healing draft flowing down out of his mouth. He looks nervously at you and the rest of your pocket. Hmm. I'll, no. I'll, I'll uh, come up next to Onox and say, don't kill him, Onox. We can use him back in the lab. I'm just holding one finger up, and I'm like, I'm just going to look at him and be like, you realize I killed you, right? I... You realize I'm the one who brought you back, right? I understand. Okay, so... All right. So now we got two ways of handling this. Either you can spend the rest of your days helping out other people instead of taking from them, or I can send you right back to the hell that you were just in. I understand. Tough choice. Tough. I'll be a... I'll be a, a, a helper from here on out. You are not allowed to carry anything more than a butter knife for eating. If I ever see you with weapons again, I don't care what kind of guard is around. Your life is mine, because I technically already own it. Alright. I understand. So leave the cutlass, leave the dagger, get the bodies of your friends that you led to their death tonight, and do something with them. We're gonna be on our way. I don't need... I don't need these. And he just kind of like, is like tossing the, the dagger away. Like, it's kind of, it was already like at his feet and he just kind of kicks it. I'll be back through and I'll come to check up on you. Do not leave this town until I tell you you can. Is that clear? This town is a death sentence. The enemy will be here soon, within the week. Would you rather just die now? No, I, I understand. I'll stay. What's your name? <laughs> Jim Bob. No, hold on. Kevin. <laughs> That's Kevin the Thief no. reference from Craftopia. Alistair Clarence Winchester the Third. The name's Heim. Heim. Got it. None of your buddies better be... You better set your buddies on the straight and narrow or we'll be back through. I understand. I'll make sure you can you can come find us anytime. Alright. Go and get now. He just kind of like scurries up. He like crawls on his hands and knees for a second before he just like... <sighs> wait, 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 wait. wait. Before, before he goes, I want to oh. pat him down and see if he's got any... Ill-gotten gains from anybody else. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Poo. Um, actually, Onyx, can I get an intimidation check from you with advantage? Absolutely. Alright, Javid, you kind of pat him down a little bit, but he doesn't really have anything on him already. You get the impression that this is the first, like, attempted mugging he's tried to pull off this night. Uh, he's, he's got, like, 
I don't know, maybe five gold pieces on him. That's about it. But he tosses the dagger, drops the cutlass on the ground, and just like, <sighs> runs down the alley, turns left, and just disappears. As he's running by the bodies of his friend, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Take your yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he run he runs the complete opposite direction. Those guys are just lying there in in the alley. I'm gonna look around and you said most of these buildings and these alleyways are boarded shut, right? Yeah. Most of them. Oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna stash the bodies in a abandoned building. <laughs> That's happening. Unless anybody's trying to stop me or has a better idea, I'm stashing bodies in an abandoned building. Go ahead and give me a strength check. Hmm? And if anyone's no, helping you, you can do it with advantage. I'll, I'll help. I'll, I'll grab the legs. And much more fretting. Shake. Fry. Just going to come around the corner with, you know, a keg or two and be like, what the fuck? Alright. So you begin to kind of I have drag... questions. Go ahead, Dimitari. Oh, it's not... Uh, what? What's that? It's whatever the hell Satellites is listening to. Sour cream. Lumpias. Sorry, somebody sent me a video. So, Onyx, you and Javid kind of start... You like just kind of like... Pry one of the doors open. And you just start tossing these bodies within it. There's only four of them, so... No, we're, we're going to stack them nicely. I'm not sure. We're just tossing them. You know, a respectful pile of bodies. Uh, the two of you, just going to leave them there and shut the door after you're done. You guys are standing in the alleyway where you just got almost mugged. Keth and Snow kind of coming up behind. Mm -hmm. Keth is like, uh, what happened here? Just a little, little, you know, late night exercise before we go to sleep. Ready to go to the boat? Right. Uh, uh, does anybody um, hurt? Uh, oh, I'm like good. Top uh, anybody up who's, you know. We're about to sleep anyway. It'll be fine. Can I go, Can I in, go the in the building that they just dropped all the bodies in after they left? And um, I would just like to try to cast Told the Dead on the dead bodies to see if the necrosis will decay them faster and like make them unrecognizable. Do I see her running off to play with dead bodies? <laughs> uh, probably. There's not a lot going on in this alley. You see her kind of as Anox and Javid finish piling the bodies. You kind of see her come up behind the door and, and go in there to Whatever she's about to do. I want to follow her. Like, hey, Demetari! Hey! Uh, yeah. Is this like a thing you're talking about? You're not gonna, like, do some nasty stuff, are you? Like... I mean, if you're interested, you can watch, but I figured <laughs> it might be helpful if... <laughs> <laughs> no! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start decaying some bodies. Um, you know, we, we kind of should do this, right? Like, we don't know who these guys are. We don't want to like impugn us. It's good scientifically. I don't. I don't judge you as I gesture towards her grody arms, elbow length up. Wow. Fair, fair points. Uh, she wow. said you dirty. 
Damn. <laughs> Nasty girl. So does it work? So you're casting, what are you casting? I was gonna try to cast Toll the Dead, because they're already dead, I guess. And like, I'm, I just basically want to try to like, cause their bodies to go into more necrosis so you can't really see what they look like, just decay them a little bit. Um, could make you a medicine check. Can I just change that? Can can I, in in hindsight, switch some things around? <laughs> oh, oh, I have to do it with disadvantage. This is going to be great. All right, begin kind of like striking the bodies with necrotic necrotic energy, and you can see that they're starting to like kind of break apart almost, but decompose isn't quite the right word. You're more mangling them, is what I would describe it as. But they're undistinguishable? Indistinguishable? Definitely, yeah. These dudes look like they have been pulped. <laughs> okay, and I mean, maybe they've been dead for a longer amount of time than we've been in the town? Definitely hard to tell. Yeah, it's... Cool! See? See, I did something, Dimitar- Briar. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just gonna oh, strut yeah, away. No, that fight was awesome. You watch her just like point at the bodies and like magically kind of like crush them up for a second before she just stops and the bodies are just this like meat pile almost. I'm gonna gag real hard and go outside. And we're gonna, we're gonna clean up the uh, alley. Uh, you know, we're we're, we're we're good citizens. We're we're gonna make sure that we haven't left any rubbish behind. All right. They dropped a hey, few swords you... and a, a couple other kind of relevant items, but they didn't have any didn't have any wealth on them. You know, they might have had tens ten silver pieces between all of them. Can you tell me homie's kind of... name again? Wasn't it Heim? Heim. Or Heim. That was fun and all, but I'm getting pretty tired. So you guys heading back to your ship? Yeah, we'll yep. continue on to the ship. Okay. You can return to your ship. It's late in the evening, probably 9, 10 o'clock. Snow! Traps! Where's the traps? You trapped it, right? What did you trap? I can't remember. Who trapped what? Okay. I thought it was just the morning stuff that was trapped, not the, like, I, I had locked the lower decks, he but I didn't the think there... He trapped the access to the lower deck, I'm pretty sure. 
So we're oh, gonna I thought go it was down just the morning. Okay. What? I morning. I thought it was just the morning, but okay. No, he put a, a trap on the the um. Uh, what do you call it? Entrance to the lower decks. Oh, did I? Yeah. I mean, you did, right? What? Sounds like something I would do. Uh, <laughs> crying out loud. <laughs> okay. Uh, me. Uh, I mean, here, let, let me let me check. Come on. And I'm I'm going Pardon to. Me. Uh, Can I find? Gra grab him, grab him and kind of uh, point him toward the the uh, uh, entrance entrance way. What do you, whatever you call it the hatchway. Uh, say, come on, undo your thing, because you, you, you rigged it. I saw you rig something. Okay. Can I get sleight of hand check from Snow? And if anyone's helping him, you could do it with advantage. Wouldn't I'll it just be a straight roll if I'm drunk? Yeah, that's yeah. the same. Like, could I just, so like, look helps, for the trap? If someone helps you, then it will be a straight roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tr trying to get uh, Snow to focus, you know. Uh, look, dude, dude. I'm just gonna, like, Pat him away. Fuck off. I got this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've got a keg of ale under one arm. Leave me alone. I'll hold the keg for you. Ow. Yeah. I bought this. <laughs> You'll get it back. Come on. Focus. Got 21 on side of hand. Alright. Somehow... Drunker than you were earlier, you easily disassemble the trap that you have laid for yourself. It's not even close. You can pull it open, and the rest of you have access to the ship. So, um, fucking told you guys. <laughs> and I just roll down the stairs. <laughs> clump, 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 clump. Kind of follows down behind you. Uh, unless there's anything else you guys would like to do this evening. I think this is a good spot during a long rest for us to call a call the session. Agreed. That was yep. a good one. It really was. That was super fun. Oh yeah. Oh Demontari. Great for inspiration. Great role play, everybody. Yeah, I agree, Demontari. Yeah, Demontari hundred percent. Alright. Hope you guys had fun and I will see you next Sunday. Creepy yeah. but good. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> that is awesome. Coming back level six? We'll see.